0: What up, what up? It's Old Headhead head again, and before we get into this episode of Bruce Beats and Eats, just wanted to notify everybody out there who makes this a family program that there's going to be language in this one. And when I say language, I mean like fuck, shit, asshole, you know, that type of stuff. So just letting y'all know before we get into it. Thanks again for tuning in. and eats the podcast, back at it again, Old Head Ed, a.k.a. Ed Energy, a.k.a. Ed Energía, drinking a cerveza fría, for those that know. And this week, I'm joined by none other than the magnanimous one himself, Magnum O. Oh yeah. Peace, peace. Peace, yes. my brother. How you been, man? Doing well and yourself? Chilling, chilling. Excellent, man. It's a, it's a blessing to have. This gentleman here in studio, shouts to Solar System Studios. He's here in studio with me. And uh, like I said, it's a blessing. Um, me and this man go way back, way, uh, way back. Way back. Um, uh, uh, early influence in my development when it comes to the hip hop, it comes to hip hop as far wow. whether, it, whether it's, Thanks, uh, <laughs> whether it's getting to know the culture, whether it's getting to know artists and developing a palette, a taste for hip hop music. Um, definitely uh, one of the heavier influences early on. Um, he's a producer himself. Um, he, he, he's a he's a physical therapist or masseuse. What do you call it now? No, what's, I'm into what's therapy. It? I do massage therapy? therapy. A little bit of acupuncture. Okay. A little bit of Ayurvedic. A little bit, you know, holistic stuff. Excellent. Yeah. And also, um, and also he finds a way. We're gonna get into it, but mm-hmm. he finds a way to incorporate. The both worlds you know, <laughs> production and healing and healing and production we'll get into that but exactly. right now magnum how you doing how you feeling bro? i'm chilling bro everything's been great man and it's really good to see you man it's been a long journey yes definitely it's been a while since i seen you too man i'm glad you reached out i've been like you know like a little hermit lately but uh it's time to come out and okay greet the heads again yes you know, for sure for sure, yeah, and I'm sure everybody's looking forward to it. Um, where do we start? Uh you wanna start into what got you into the whole holistic Ayurveda uh, physical therapy or well, I was studying metaphysics in okay. the in the nineties, in the mid-90s I got into metaphysical thinking and reading, and uh I was influenced by that by those teachings and I started to do research. On knowledge of self and things of that nature. And I realized that, you know, I think uh, it's important that you be uh, responsible for your health. You're your first health insurance. You are your first doctor. You should be responsible for your health. So I started taking all these, you know, courses and classes and eventually became a therapist, bro. And But still dabbled with the hip-hop, you know, with the music. And I still do. Okay. I'm, still, I'm never going to leave it. Yeah. Because it's my therapy. It's my meditation. It's my path. It's my... It's my way yeah and that's my uh it's my soundtrack it's everything mm. it's it's my medication my medicine it's everything you already know yeah 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 so i incorporate the knowledge itself and the metaphysical knowledge with uh well you know i learned all that yeah. via via hip-hop yes that was an early you know, introduction hip-hop remember- when we were growing up mm-hmm. uh my era, when I was in high school, freshman year, it was totally conscious, but you had your roughness. Yeah, you know, you had your roughness, it was there, but it was uh, it was a little more pure, bro. People didn't really have the uh, the business aspect of it, so they were really spitting as a community on some conscious level. And uh, that got me into doing research, bro. I would do research, uh, like, what is he talking about? I wouldn't, that helped me, yeah. Rap helped me do research to find out more things and you know, collaborate with people. This is a you know very profound art form, very profound culture yes. to me. Yes. And it's one of the reasons why I got into because of the conscious movement. I was like, oh, we were always conscious, but we all we also accept the uh, the street core and the realities of you know of what's out there socially. Yeah. So you know, that's what influenced me. It was you know the conscious movement leading up to the studies of metaphysics, intermingling with people and then just going into school and still doing this as a serious uh it's a way of life. Yeah. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's you know, we do this with or without a record contract. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Famous quote. That's Famous what it quote. is. You know what it is. I go back to Illmatic that's, And play that bag That's what it's about for all these heads that don't get it and don't understand it. You know, it's just it is what it is. Yes. This this allowed us to collaborate with a lot of people from different Different realms, bro. Different levels of reasoning. Different cultures. Different, re- bro. Hip hop is a is a is a solution. Yeah. Common denominator. It's a solution. Yeah. And basically, basically, before we got industry hip in the '80s and all that, mm-hmm. in the '80s we were listening to a lot of conscious movement, and in the '90s too. That's why I chose the uh, People's Instinctive Travels into the Paths of Rhythm. Yeah. As a as an album, although you know, there are many. Yeah, to choose from yeah, yeah. but that one was a very good album because uh it was just it was perfect yeah you don't skip beat on, you don't skip a song on that album no nah. and it, it dealt with social issues um um rhyme skills it was just pure hip-hop bro backpack shit Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no it had a little bit of everything whether it was relationships or um uh like you said raw lyrics it was just, just like some social, but true it was innocence They didn't really It was just true mm-hmm. You know And that's what I like You know And it, it, I was in high school When that was popping Yeah And you know how much Influence an album has When you're in high school It's really like You're going through A lot of social development And that album Really Really put a lot of things out Man And we were like Man Native yeah. Tongue That Native Tongue movement Was straight man uh, Yeah no For real That was definitely Once you heard um, All the different facets Of the Native Tongues uh, and and you had any interest on whether it was producing or writing rhymes, or you 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 knew to yourself, you're like, yeah, that's something that I want to be part of that collective because just the different vibes, the different, um, there was just so many branches to the tree, and it was a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, brothers like KRS One, you know, Tribe Called Quest, of course, uh, De La Soul, etc., etc. etc. Jungle Brothers, etc., etc., etc. You had people like Poor Righteous Teachers. You had you know. The Dark Sun Riders, who were they? x Clan, yo, yeah. bro. That movement was—we were listening, and they were spitting. And if you go back and listen, you know, they were way ahead of their time, bro. Oh, they definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. And and going back to um, just discussing this part, the the part as far as um, you know, they did it with or without a record deal. But th- this is back when when the the labels didn't have any idea uh, how to market. how to market. It. They just knew that this was raw talent. So they weren't gonna try to interfere with the product that they were putting together as opposed to nowadays, you can find yourself in a situation where the label is gonna tell you, no, this is what they want you to sound like. Right. And that, it's, it's kind of like, See, I also you know, come from a time period where I was there when people were saying, ah, that's just a fad. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got older brothers. Yes. And my first jam was in 1980. I okay. went to a basement jam. And it was my next door neighbor and he was spinning records, but I never seen that in my life, man. I'm like, what is this? And he saying. was, you know, his name was Junior, man. And he used to live in the Bronx and he used to come to Jamaica, Queens next door. They were Puerto Rican. Okay. And they were spinning, and he was spinning at that party. And I'm like, what is this? And he was spinning, you know, heartbeat and all this. Yo, yeah, all the grooves. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, this is, this is all the all the funk fly stuff of that time. Yeah. That was considered, you know, of that time. And I'm like mesmerizing. And then my older brothers got involved in hip hop they knew John, John, John the Baptist um, from high school. Okay. Cause he used to come to the crib and, and spin the records and I was just mesmerized. I'd be like, yo, let me lace up your sneakers while you do, yo, I just be fucking. <laughs> and then they would just be there doing their thing. My brother, Rendog, Renee, mm-hmm. he's rap and dance. And my brother Jose used to spin records. They used to do parties. Nice. When they used to have these big speakers rolling up. Oh yeah, yeah. At the crib. That was back in the eighties when they used to be boy. Yeah. And I saw that shit, bro. Um, the whole electro Electro hip-hop movement that yeah. a lot of people forget about, you know, that that, that's also an integral part That's a very integral part for me Because uh, I was in New York and then we came down here and when we came down here, you know It was a shock. Yeah, there was a definitely a shock the heavy transition uh, It was a heavy transition and it was uh, it was socially it was just something you're not accustomed to so there was like a uh, a curve as to you getting uh acclimated right to, right to right sit down but here. it but it eventually you know it was you know head started to to form crews and they would have little battles yeah but a, you know breaking was at its peak that electro pop movement was profound down here in miami had an underground scene before the bass movement okay. a lot of people need to know that yeah there was a bass movement yes but before the bass movement there was dudes over here doing it man with the electro pop movement they were breaking There'll be cats that I know you'll interview later on. The they'll they'll be yeah. able to fill it in more. Cause I yeah, was a sure. young, I was a shorty rock. Yeah, I had to be like nine, ten years old and all that was popping off. Eight, nine, ten years old when yeah. I was popping off. But my brothers were part of that movement. The Omni, you know. Yeah. You know, Allegro's, yeah. dancing uh, the, you know, A-E-I-O-U, the stuff yeah. that they considered freestyle music. Yeah. We saw it as hip-hop because people were B-boying to that stuff. And then it led yeah. to the bass movement. And then to the, I, I was involved with that social conscious movement because that's when I was in high school. And that social conscious movement was what helped me go boop 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 later on and do what I do now into the therapy thing. Excellent. So that, that mentality back then plus Learning, uh, kind of developing a knack for researching, coming from listening to lyrics and deciphering what what was being said in rhymes. You took that and turned that into a, a, a way, a vehicle into getting into other, um, uh, other, I guess, learnings, other teachings. Yes, and you started breaking those down. And then that's when you find yourself with the physical therapy and, and so on it's and like so forth. That's a learning forth. community, bro. Hip hop okay. is a learning community. Yes, you're gonna learn, you're gonna build, you're gonna destroy, you're gonna create. You know, it's like, yo. It comes from a lot of regions, a lot of different backgrounds. It's very universal, loved it. And uh, yeah, so now here I am doing this whole thing uh, with the with the holistic healing, but I'm, I'm kind of straying away from that and just kind of doing that on the love tip as well. I kind of want to come back to music. Okay. Okay. On a, on a more serious level, like really be more active in it because I've been quite the hermit. And uh, I would say I've been in in a realm called the wilderness. Okay. Like I'm in the wilderness, yeah, yeah. off the grid, off the grid. I'm free, and I do what I want to do. I don't care what the industry does. I don't care what they think. Yeah, I don't give a f- flying.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's when
0: you come out with your truest, um, with your truest art, with your truest, uh, uh, how does it? The, the truest description of who you are. Well, because hip hop is organic. Yes. You know the industry is the synthetic. Correct. They're the laboratory. I agree. I'm in the I'm in the forest. Yeah, where the where the source is. So yeah. nah. Well, you find yourself creating, uh, uh, creating either cures or foods, uh, what have you. That's not touched by, like you said, the industry or the factory, the big machine. Yeah, yeah. No, hip hop is organic. Yeah. Hip hop is not synthetic. Definitely not synthetic. Yeah. Hip hop, like we said, is a solution. Cause remember where it came from. It's like a bomb drop, New York, right? Okay. Yep. So what do we have to do? We had to get out of that predicament. And that was what hip-hop was, the hope. Without, without, without many, um, without having any, or any or many options as to rebuilding or or, or pulling yourself out of a a bad situation, what you do is you work with what you got. Um, You gotta work with what you got to make it happen, and that's the essence of hip-hop, correct? Work with what you got to make it happen. You know, it got polished up later on, it's all cool and dandy, it's all fine, but I still like my, you know, we like it rough, rugged, and raw, but, It's a solution Yeah And uh It's not just party It's true This is where We've kind of strayed We It's a balanced thing You know The party Is achieved I mean the party To me is The destination You reach When you've achieved Okay The uh You know The success of Getting out of that Predicament where A bomb just dropped In your neighborhood It looked like bro The neighborhoods were fucked Not only in New York But all over the United States Yeah It was something going on But in New York, bro Blocks and blocks Were like just burnt. Yeah, rubble Rubble Broken Real bricks You know it Yeah You lived it Yeah So this came about And It just helped, bro It just really, really And actually I believe Helped to connect people more And open up Okay Because they were kind of like A lot of static Just a lot of I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, that you 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 mentioned balance. Um, you mentioned balance. There was a lot more balance then, and um, turning it over into like a holistic or an Ayurveda uh, medicine. I would say okay. I would say it was more innocent. More, okay, I'd say it was more innocent with regards to the business aspect of things, but the but the art aspect of it was was yeah years light years light ahead. years in ahead. You know, it was yeah. light years ahead. That just that the kids that were involved in they were kids, yes, and they did not know. And did not have the savvy, the business savvy. Yeah. You know, they didn't have it. There was no internet. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, it was hard to get access to shit. It was hard to go to the studio, dog. Studios are in every household now. Everybody got a studio on your phone. Yeah. You can produce tracks and Correct. make it sound like it's Hollywood. Man, we didn't have that. Nah. Nah. You dig? That's <laughs> organic.
1: Yeah. But we still made it
0: happen. And people, you know, a lot. there's a lot of... Uh, I think there's a lot of dedication in the game too and in that in, in hip hop. Yeah. People are dedicated to the culture because they know what it is, bro. Yeah, and it's funny because like nowadays the um it's it's a popular catchphrase. A lot of people talk, oh culture, culture, do it for the culture. And it doesn't have the same They mean more for their pocket. Yes. That's the culture. Yes. They, I don't know. It, it just The culture, the culture. And I'm seeing, but wait, what does that got to do with culture? That's not elevating us, bro. Because there's no tradition in it. Your drug dealing ain't culture. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah. Because pimping ain't culture. Nah, it ain't. It's not. (laughs) It's true. true. You're going back to what we were trying to escape. Yeah, you can't do that. Nah, especially that's because the business, the business aspect of it was it lures you in because like man, but if I do it like this. Yo, I'm gonna get more props, I get more record sales, but I get it, it's like going to the movies. I'm not gonna hate on it, bro, it's an art form. But there's people that can't separate art from reality, like you and I can do. So true, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm not hating that, we just gotta clear it up. You know, I just, you know, we gotta show the two worlds. Yes. The, the the organic dudes are still out there, bro. Look, the DJ Chris is. You still got the Black Snows from Nation of Hood standing. Yeah, yeah. a whole Shouts lot. Shouts to of, you, Black Snows. Yo, peace, peace. Yeah, definitely, man. I love that, brother. Yo, um, yeah, just it is what it is. And, yeah. You know, true. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you, and I feel you. Um, that's definitely. Uh, it's definitely a lot of history, um, and it's definitely helped propel us to where we're at now. And uh, so now you find yourself leaning a little more towards music. Um, you did a little bit, uh, you talked about the therapy, and um, and you've been a hermit. So that, I know, uh, yes. I know you've been a hermit, but I know that doesn't mean you haven't been doing things. I know you've been doing life, things. Life, you know, regular life, uh, ups and downs, like everybody doing, okay. you know, mm-hmm. pushing through. Pushing through, trying to live, trying hard to survive, maintain, <laughs> uh, but... A lot of that time was because I was going to school. Okay. Studying. Um, so that's why I, I kind of broke off from a lot of the ciphers and stuff. Yeah. People didn't see me. But it's not that it was because of that. That takes a lot of your time, bro. Oh, no, for sure. And for passing sure. exams. And then you have to go to work. And then you have to do your continuing education, credits. I'm like, it's just... So you stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. And good. then you get lost in that world and you forget about this. You know, I... I, I you know, I, I stay tuned but it's not because i have to focus on it's a very serious thing you know yeah
1: Yeah, you gotta keep
0: your your knowledge up and everything and also keep in tune with the with your clientele to see how they're doing okay when when you're doing and working so the entertainment aspect of it kind of got to get away for a little bit yeah so that's why i was a hermit and i stayed home reading books and trying to get better meditate a little bit okay you know Those things Little inner inner journeys Benefits Benefits of meditation Let's let's touch on that Oh the benefits of meditation It's a To me Meditating is like Going to the gym But inside Ah You see That's a dope analogy Okay You see that feeling You get when you're about To go to the gym Like You gotta push yourself Yeah Well, it's no different For for meditating Okay In the beginning It may seem like Oh yeah man Anybody can just sit down And uh, close their eyes And uh, post up And whatever Breathe deep Yeah I wanna see you do that how long can you do that? <laughs> because the inside has these... Yo, know, inside these thoughts. Try to control your thoughts. That's... Yeah. yeah. That's like weights. Oh, so yeah. You got to kind of... Yeah. A, so, we're used to the physical realm. Yes. To pick up a cup and use physical force. Now, meditation is how to use the mental force.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm
0: going to teach you. I'm not the, the guru. Yeah. But I've been dabbling with it. And I'm, okay. I'm getting an understanding. It's like you... you you're, you're, you're learning how to control the inner forces okay yeah there's been times where I you know I, I I've heard people talk about it um, and uh, like you said it's a challenge of myself I'll uh, I'll stop for a second and I know it's clearing the mind and I I go to I, I think which is like, not very easy because you know no, it's not. You find yourself... You do it's not. funny because you're sitting there as much as you try to put things out your mind that you you, you do have this in, these intrusions. You, oh, you start, yes. you start, you start Thoughts start binging, you know, ricocheting around your head and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm supposed to tone this down. So it's not easy. If you were to um, give somebody just... Like real light on the surface, just a place to get started. If you were to tell somebody, you know, someone who's like, yo, oh, I'm, I'm kind of like, what's up with this meditation thing? What's the, small, the, the, the smallest thing I could do? The easiest thing I can do? The easiest thing you can do is to... Sit down, close your eyes, and either one, just observe your thoughts and don't judge them, just try to watch them. Okay. Just thought gaze. Okay. And just let them go. They're like clouds. As they're passing they by. They just pass you just, by just the watch them. That's what you do. Or another method to get started is to just think about your breath. In. Out and make that the diaphragm purpose. from the diaphragm, you know. Yeah. And then you sit upright, and then you're gonna feel something. That's what. Med- that's why our uh, meditation is so um practical. Okay. You feel it. You feel a change. Yeah. You apply it because it's like a muscle. Yeah. You're you're controlling your your will, your mental will. So that's a muscle, and that's actually located here in the place called the solar plexus. Okay. And, and then you use the and that there's an energy center there. All right. And it, and uh, and in that center you also it this is where they call the uh, yeah, the solar plexus and then what you're trying to do is control that by breathing and then move the energies as, as you become aware of your energies, yeah. you start to move your energy up to your heart. Uh okay. Okay. I hear and as you come into your heart, you start learning how to doubt. You start learning how to uh, to kind of like set into that energy center there. Okay. Your awareness upon the different centers. That's what meditation is for. is for you to start learning self within, inside, inside. the real. Because this is a, the outside part is a, is a glove. Okay. This is, you know, the inside is the real, It's the real you. Yeah. So the, that is what actually makes the muscles in your body, your will. And yeah. And it comes from here. And your heart. Nice. These two. And so if you if you could uh, I guess it, by by theory or the theory of it if you could combine both aspects you could probably push yourself um, to do accomplish more physically by honing in on, on your the, mentals. On the mentals. on the mental the mental emotional aspect of your being okay that's what life is totally about when you become. Oh, um, Aware of self That's why it's important To push the knowledge of self Yeah Because then Everybody on the planet Will be responsible beings yeah As opposed to uh, Dependent You dig Waiting waiting on one man To come take care of everything For everybody And be responsible for everybody You dig You dig That's why the purpose The purpose of meditation Is to gain knowledge of the self That's the practical way To gain knowledge of self Not only is it that way But you know That's why you go out and live Yes That's also a part of gaining knowledge of self If yes. you become Dude. sincere with yourself You start jotting down Hey man I'm messing up here 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 These are my goals Hey you know what I'm my own worst enemy It's really me Yeah And when you get deep into the metaphysics All is one I am you You are me I can't blame nobody But me But yourself Yeah at the end of the day And you really come to that realization eventually But I'm not a I'm not um What they would call uh That's, there's a word There's the gurus in India When they've reached A certain level Of elevation Yeah They can be in a state Of meditation for months Wow And they won't even know it And then they come out of it And they're like Hey man you know 15 minutes They're like No dude You've been at it for yeah, months Yeah and Everybody they like pr- And they're been- praying at them And they're like You didn't know That's so called samadhi And you can When you reach a level Of, of, of self-awareness And, and self-mastery you are in total control. You are, you are in total control. You can even choose to leave when you want to leave. Huh? This is, wow. this is facts. They've got all the documentation on this. You want to leave, or good. you don't want to be here. They just cut the, That's not they it. cut not this, uh, this spiritual cord, the fluidic really? cord, and they just leave. Yeah, because you are master of self. Wow. You are master of self. And I imagine these people are, it's something that's introduced to them from early on in order to achieve this. I don't know, yes. Well. Also, you carry things on. But yeah, because now we're talking about reincarnation yes. and so on and so forth. So you're, this is, this is knowledge that you carry with, with you. you. Yeah. Okay. This so is, this sense. is what's in your soul, not in your brain. The brain yeah. does not archive anything. The brain does not archive. It's the soul. Yeah. That There's is a range Brain just sends signals everywhere. It tells- the brain is like the intermediate. It's it's an interface. It, okay. It's the brain helps you with the physical realm, so that it can like like when you receive light, yeah, it goes in, you see it, and then it transforms it into in, information, and yeah. then it goes into your soul. That's what the brain does. It deciphers the uh, the frequencies of the electromagnetic spectrum in Dang. the physical realm. Okay. So that you can archive it in your soul as an experience wow that yeah that 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 would makes the most sense because if if the energy cannot be created or destroyed and as you move on your soul travels yes and you carry along with you your lessons everything nothing goes it's yours that's yours nobody could take that from you nobody that's yours that's earned that's that's your wisdom That's that's your grade That's your vibration Yes Mm -hmm. Vibrations And then we go right back to Mm -hmm. To music Yes And sounds Mm -hmm. Which is what these brothers are spitting Yeah, When they were spitting They were basically campaigning for Knowledge of the self We need to campaign this and propagate it And that's how you're gonna break the slave system that we have And that's what hip hop is here for Hip hop is here to break the chain Yep or for my Game of Thrones, fan, Game of Thrones fans, uh, it's break the wheel. Break the that's wheel. The, that's, the, that's the popular one. You, 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 dig, I, it? Yeah, you yeah. dig it? You dig it? So yo, so we we yeah, we really got deep into this, and I'm sure there's a whole lot more we can cover. Um, it's, I mean, I'm learning. I'm learning as we go along, and uh, this is dope. Definitely, we're going to get no a chance doubt, to, to, to get into a little bit of meditation. Oh, um, yeah. Learn how to do that so, I, so Ed could kind of like clear the thoughts and uh, yeah, <laughs> and appreciate all that and still retain the knowledge itself. Well, we're, right now, we're going to take a pause. Actually, we're going to pause. We're going to wrap this segment up, and then we're going to get into the segment that most people tune in for. It's the Bruce segment. It's old head, okay. Ed. Bruce beats and Easter podcast. I got magnumo with me, and we're going to yes. take him through the paces, people. You know what's up. One time for your mind. Maybe I'll try something new About a logger or porter Pilsner, Belgian or Scout. Bruise beats and Easter podcast Old Head Ed. Back at it Here again Second segment We're here still blessed By the appearance of Magnum O A.K.A. <laughs> Magnum Ohm. Alright, get your senses straight <laughs> And uh, we're gonna get into the, uh, the Bruise segment You've heard the description before you know what it's about, we're gonna get to it. Uh, before we do, like it's tradition, um, we do a little something with the, the Mama Juana King's uh, Mama Juana. We'll take a little shot of that, kind of like just prime the pump a little bit. Y'all make sure y'all follow Mama Juana King, all right, on Instagram, at Mama Juana King, all about the Mama Juana King. You can find them on there, shouts to you. And uh, we're gonna get down with this, no delay. Uh, here you go, yo, Tala la salud, salute. salud. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. So with that, with that said and done, now we're ready for whatever. Yay, yay. And here we go. This is how we're gonna break it down. Magnamo, This is the setup. You mm. got four beers in front of you. You know that's really good. Yes, it is. That's it's, really really good. It's better than the most mamahanas you've probably had before. Yeah, because they're Rough Rugged raw. Exactly. Yeah, and Raw. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about we we with the Rough Rugged and Raw here.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. No yeah. doubt, man. But, but that one is a... Is they a, put the cheapest rum in it, you know Yeah, that, right? yeah. If you don't invest into it yeah. and make sure that it's cured right, it, yeah, it could come but up pretty really, nice, really... But that is that's medicine right there, man. See, uh, I can't remember the episode name, but if y'all go back and listen to Mama Juana King episode, we, we discussed that, and it kind of blew my mind that I was like, you know, a lot of times people tell you, don't mix medicine with alcohol. You don't know what the effects are gonna be. Well, what if the medicine's in the alcohol? When he hit me with that, I was like, Well, how about certain medicines are, are catalyzed by alcohol? Yes, exactly. See, you, <laughs> you you have it all in one. You don't have to worry about that. There's no side right, right, right. So dope. Yes, Mama Juana King. This is the closest thing you're gonna hear to an ad. Mama Juana King. Check yes, it yes, out uh, on IG. It's so the Mama Juana King. That shit was raw, fam. There you go. So it's official. All right, so now. We got four beers in front of you. We're going to go from uh, your left all the way to the right. We'll start off on the left one. Uh, you take a sip of it. I'll give you a little bit of information. Um, before we get into that, um, are you a beer drinker? Uh, no. Nah, okay. I am not. So I used to be a beer drinker. Okay, okay. and when I did drink beer, okay. I drank Guinness Stout. Bomb. Okay, that's I, I was going to get into. I was going to ask you your earliest beer really, memories. I would drink a lot of Guinness Stout. People would look at me like, what the... I'm like, I don't know, man. I just haven't acquired... This is what I gravitate around. Yeah. You know why? Mm-hmm. We're from the islands, bro. Yes. So, we have something similar to that in the Dominican Republic. And my father, very pro-Dominican. Okay. He would... You know, that was his childhood thing. They would drink that. They would give their kids the... mata Morena. Yeah. It was Okay. Yeah. That's equivalent to a Guinness, yeah. On some Spaniard, because in Spain, they be kids be drinking, or Argentina, they be drinking, drinking early. But we early, were early, yeah. early. I'm like eight, nine, ten years old. My father was preparing these concoctions with Malta Morena, which is equivalent to Guinness. He would use Malta Morena with um, Condense condensed, milk, condensed milk, milk, an egg, you dig, yeah, yeah. and then do the whip it up here, wow. breakfast. There you go. Early Starbucks. Early Starbucks, <laughs> B. And I'm <laughs> talking about get we you were going. charged <laughs> Get you, you going get char- So I like Guinness cause of that. I'm nice. like, yo, Guinness is the bomb. And yeah. it is actually pretty good. It's so great. you yeah, no, I got I got peoples that um I got peoples that I drink with on occasion, like on almost a weekly basis. And one of my homeboys, yo, shouts to you, Craig. Um Yo, that's all he do is drink Guinness. Guinness. Guinness like yeah. Guinness gives you liquid wood. You dig it? You dig liquid wood, For brothers yo, yo, get it. Get it? Ask my rods out there, yo. They know exactly. Yeah. So with that, let's let's talk. We talking about liquid. We're talking about. But let's talk about concrete. Uh, your first beer is gonna be the Concrete Beach um, Havana Lager. Let me look at this logo real yeah, quick. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure. sure. Check, Check it, it out. Dope, dope. They got the dope logo. Yes. So the color scheme is fresh. Yeah. Black and black, uh, like a like a it's it's like a like a turquoise blue, or yeah. blue there. Uh, it's from Miami. Havana Lager. Yeah, it's the Concrete Beach Brewing. It's the their Havana Lager. It's maybe Miami, Florida. Suave It's a yeah, Suave It's a Vienna lager, and this one clocks it in a five point two ABV. Oh. That's the alcohol by volume. Uh-huh, okay. Um, so um, go ahead and give that one a let taste. Me, let, me, let me let me clean my palate real oh. quick because mama is still, you know, lingering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Mmm. Do that. There you go. Now let's see what's going on with this here, with the Check concrete. Check that one out. Now, typically, I have a um, nice color. Yeah, I like have. the color It's got a little okay. uh, It's got a, like An amber color Yes Alright Let's we take. See. We take all that Observations That's smell good. smell it Okay Mmm Mmm So without even tasting It's it, not too it, Like I can it's see pleasing. It's pleasing Yeah let me see now Let's give it a Let's give it a run Let's do that Let's see That's what it's for What do you think? It's another one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. If we're going to get an opinion out of you, let's get the right one. We got to get the right one. You got to get the right one. Make sure. Again, like I've always prefaced before and I'll preface it now. It's kind of mellow. Okay? We're not sponsored by anybody. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, no. So we just want you to do that anyway. There you go. Rough, rugged, and raw. Rough, rugged, and raw. I wouldn't (laughs) want to do that anyway. There you go. Nah, but check it. This right here is kind of smooth. Okay? This is mellow. So, so the the, the, the title "Suave" it, under the Havana Lager, it's it's, it's on point. It's mellow. It's mellow. I like this. This okay. is. Here, let me get another tape. to hit it. Hit it. Now, typically, I have um I have uh, pretzels here to clean the pat cleanse the palate, but you being vegan, I, I think it's clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what the rules are. I, I had are. oregano oil and stuff, so it cleans your palate. Bro. Okay, excellent, excellent. Cool, mm. cool So that's the uh, Concrete Beaches It's got of a Havana little a Lager It's got a sweet A little sweetness to it Yeah Let's see Does it have any Linger to it at all Or Oh He's Getting into it It's got a little punch Okay I guess it's a creeper it's right. suave Suave, yeah It's suave on the front end And then <laughs> Yeah, it creeps But it's nice And the taste is It's, it's smooth It's a smooth taste Excellent, excellent Havana Lager Concrete Beach Very good Boom Okay True True and Get it guys You won't get mad This is a good one Yep yeah, And for those For my listeners In the South Florida area It ain't that far out <clears throat> Right there in Wynwood And uh, just to note That uh, Magnamo finished off that We had to finish that off Because that was uh, Representative Representative there you go, that's it. So, with that, let's move on to the let's next move to the one. Let's the next one, there you go. Wow. Let, let, let us wet the whistle real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, we got the next one we got is Lagunitas Brewing. Uh, this is their Little Something Sutton Ale. Mm-hmm. It's a Little Something Sutton. And they're out of California. It's an American Pale Wheat Ale. It's a combination. Now, let me ask you, this before. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, 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 go ahead. This is what it's for. Has anybody barfed in your. S- it's- <laughs> no, it has not happened. It has not happened. Because we're mixing. Is it wrong to mix brews? No. There's nothing. There's nothing against mixing brews. Um, if there's any folks, uh, wives' tale or old folks, Sorry. folklore, <coughs> now nah, go ahead, bro. This is blessings. <laughs> Salud. Um, some people say you don't drink beer and then liquor. It's liquor before beer. You're in the clear, one, so. I don't know if that attain. That's actually has any truth to it, but that's why we had the Mama Juana first. It doesn't linger. Okay. It so doesn't linger. The Havana long. Uh, Havana longer. I haven't even drank that much. Havana longer. Not- yeah, the concrete beach. So that, that, that doesn't stick around, no. so you're already... It's good, okay. kind though. Of, nice. Nice. So like I was saying, this was Lagunitas Brewing, the little Sutton Sutton Ale, and it's an American Pale Ale, Wheat Ale, so I guess it's a combination of the two. Um, I'm learning a lot as we go and we do these. Um, whenever you're ready, you can have a sip of that. <clears throat> pale Ale. Yeah, it's a Pale. It's an American Pale Wheat Ale. Um, pale Ale, I guess. And I'm, I'm picking up stuff as we go along. It's that's, that's also, um, as well as getting to have people sit down and, and drink with me, um, it also gives me an opportunity to familiarize myself with different beers, and, um, and and I'm hoping one day, and I'm sure one day, we'll get somebody a brewmaster maybe come up in here, and then they'll they'll school me and drop all this knowledge. Dude, you should do a special episode about the beer gods of Egypt, man. Dude, Dude. yeah, Nah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. The, okay, yeah, yeah. Beer gods of Egypt, nah, but man. Okay, because in Egypt so, they love beer, bro. Really, ancient times. So they've been brewing for a minute, Do an episode on some monks. Between. Oh, yo, we talked about the monks. We talked about um, uh, several monks, like, um, th- there's a whole garden. Like with Orion, we sat down, we talked about Whole garden and we talked about how the monks, the reason they call it Whole garden is, I don't know about the whole part, because I ain't think too many holes around nah. <laughs> with the monks, but the garden part is d- due to the fact that these monks would brew their own beer and then they would find whatever they found in the garden, whether it was coriander, um, orange peels, and they would incorporate it into the beer and boom, that you got, we have whole garden. So yeah, yeah there, is, there is, we discussed that. There is you a you ever line. had left The blonde the beer? German, yeah, Chris had it. The German blonde it left. I said like left a buyer. He wasn't too crazy about That's it. It's an old beer, bro. But it is old. It looked like I mean, from the 1200s See, so it's been around for a minute. It got a sweet, sweet taste. Okay, okay. It's a blonde beer. <laughs> I've never. I had one. Who had? Who was it that I had it with? Left, left. It was a while ago. I was like, damn, what is this? And my like Damn, this kind of. It's a different. It was different. Yeah. Sweet. Sort of aromatic. I don't know. It was. I've never had anything like yeah. that. Yeah. He didn't like it. Nah, he wasn't crazy about it. That's nah, like, like kind of sweet. Chris was like left, you know, or classic was like, yo, left, gonna you know, left that one behind. So check this out. Remember that that time we went to the pub over there and we were having the blueberry beers? <clears throat> yes, those were fire, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got mighty <laughs> nights nice on those. That <laughs> yeah, night. that was the um, that was on Griffin. That was the yes the, by the Turnpike over there. Yeah, the um, ah, it's, it's escaping me the name. It's right there on Griffin Irish, um, between like- uh between ninety five and and four forty one, um. The field, field, if yo, the field. We that went that that night, yo, they throw, they throw a hell of a uh, Saint Patrick's Day. They go all in, I, like I know. We that night we were there. The night we were there, they were going in with the with the band, bro. the band, yeah, bro, accordion and everything, the flutes and the flutes, bro. of oh. the traditional music, yeah, yo, yeah, man. man. With the Shasta Fatima. Oh, no doubt. But that that yo, know, that blueberry beer, yes, was really. Really Bruh, good, yeah. Enough to enough to leave an impression with you, where you're. Bro, like, I was like you're talking about six steps, no, five six years ago. Yes, because and I'm not a, I'm not a heavy drinker like yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm, it's I'm, easy. I'm, I'm social. Okay, see like how we're doing this right yeah. here? Yeah, appropriate for me. There you go. And however everybody else likes to do it, hey, peace, do it. But that blueberry, that night, think. man, was back to back. Yeah, I like, let me get another one of those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we was posted up, we was posted up for, I a, was minute. Posted for a minute. Dope, with you. Dope, so let me know what you think about that. Um, let's, that lagunitas. Let's say lagunitas. Lagunitas, little. And, and where's this from? That's from California. Okay. Oh, lagunitas, California. Yeah, KOL. yeah. West Coast. You know, I was in the West Coast for a little bit. I Real did stint out there. Okay. Well, did you run into any beers out there? No, I did not. Okay. I was, I was doing bud. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> They <laughs> it's, if we're talking about well, medicine, you know, holistic oh, wait, and all that I drove through Anheuser So I saw all the beer companies Ah, okay I drove wow. through that uh, the highway So you, you get to me, see probably. all the all the like Miller and Budweiser Yeah, and, yeah Over there just getting deliveries of corn no, no, syrup you see, <laughs> see them You see <laughs> yeah, the fucking factories blowing smoke and shit yeah. While you drive through the highway and Wow, wow Lagunitas, let me so, see what this is about Go ahead, yeah, do that And then uh, we'll get into a little bit of the, uh, the You know, your purpose out in California Oh, this one has a uh, This has a scent. Okay. Okay. It has a flavor too. Fruity. Does, does the fruit and the scent align or it's, it's got you on two different- No, no, uh, the fruit and the scent, the the, the, the scent and the, and the taste align. Align, okay. It's like a peach or a mango, is it? I don't, you know what? What is this? It might have. This is, this is pretty interesting. I don't know if this one has, it's, it's probably more on the citrus side as far as uh, grapefruit or whatnot. There you go. Yeah. There you go. When you're dealing with these these pale ales, you'll have a little more that, of a citrus kick. It has the... That's exactly what this has. Okay. The Lagunitas has like a... Like a citrus peel effect. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. You'll get that. That you'll little bitterness that. to it. Yeah. There's that. a bitter... There's a little bitterness to it. Let yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Check it out again. Going in for another sip. Oh. And it, and, and you can feel it. Okay. The the the. Yes. This is very... Grapefruity has the bitterness to it, and that that pungent like from the from that the peel. peel. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you know how it feels on your throat when you when you when you eat the white part of the grapefruit. Yeah. That. Ah, they were they were like a, a grapefruit beer. Yeah, I'm sure. This is this is an acquired taste. Definitely. I can dig. I can I can mess with this because yeah. Guinness has this quality. Okay. It. it has a bittersweet taste. Yeah. You know bitterness. Yeah. Fruit. Let me see one more game. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, this is very, very great for you. Do, you. do you do this often? No, I'm not. I'll drink a pale ale. There's few pale ales. There's actually few IPAs that I could drink where I'm like, yeah, this this I could it's ride with. It's pretty strong. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, well, you mentioned that. This is actually a 7.5 Look at ABV. That. So we went from 5.2 to 7.5. I forgot. And I'm speak. not even a connoisseur. connoisseur. And I can and, and you I can can tell that there's difference. a difference. Yes, there is yeah. a difference in, in the alcohol um, it's a bit more intense Slightly But it's there You can feel it creep um, Definitely grapefruit yeah. Definitely um, If you don't like the grapefruit thing guys This ain't for you You're yeah. not gonna like it But If you're into the bitter the You know the citrusy bitterness thing You might like this one guys and yeah. it's Let me see Let me see if it'll be good for like a A hot date Okay The third sip is the one that tells you Whether it's good for a hot date or not See what The words are here. Not for a hot date. Not for a hot hot date. A hot date. Oh, okay. You have to work. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My mind registered date. And it was date. It's my my accent, bro. It's the accent. (laughs) I got to learn how to enunciate a little better. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. Hey, you know, I get a little. Personally, I wouldn't go for it. Okay. But. For he who likes the citrusy bittersweetness That's thing, the way to go. Go there, man. Dope. Because it is strong. Yeah. It has a little bite. You know, has a little. Yeah. It'll yeah. kick you nice, you know. <laughs> yeah. You feel it, you feel dope. it, Matter of sure, for sure. No, for hold, sure. On, hold, on, hold on. All right, yeah, cool. So we'll move on to the next one in the meantime. Um, and uh, the next one, the third beer that you're going to taste is the uh, Biscayne Bay Brewing. Uh, company. This is their Miami Pale Ale. It's kind of in the same wave. I just realized that it's kind of in the same same vein as the um, Lagunitas, uh, but this was from Florida. This is right. an American Pale Ale. Yeah, but, but this one also clocks in. This was at seven point six. Okay. So you'll also notice that this one kind of keeps it in tune with the previous beers. I'm going to see the um, strength. what I'm going to see is um, the difference between these IPAs. Um, okay, yeah, because now you have something the difference to go between on. Cali water and Biscayne Bay water.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dig. <dang.
0: laughs> Look, Yo, I hear see, you. Let's see what we got here, man. Do that. This Kane Bay, we love you. Oh wait, let me wet the palate. Real quick. Do it. Yeah, do that. Just a little, little quick flush there. That's cool. Classic was in the house, man. Yes, dope. It was, it was definitely a dope experience. Mm. Um. Okay. IPAs have a similar scent. Yeah, well, I think it's the heavy hops. I think they. That's they're, what they're it is. Here with the hops, when it comes to. A, that's why they have. Hills. They share a similar scent. Yeah, a background. Okay, they're off the same tree. Something like yeah, it's like we're, like now I get where that is coming from. I can't describe it. Yeah. Because I don't know it, but it's like you said. Now you find it, the familiarity. It can probably be the hops because I smell it here. Okay. And I smell it in the Lagomitas. Now this one's a little bit more. Subtle Okay the Biscayne Bay One is a little more Subtle It's subtle It's subtle But it's bitter Okay Are IPAs Generally yeah. bitter Yeah yeah Okay yeah. this one's A little more bitter Okay So it's 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 more On the bitter end But it doesn't have That It's still subtle It doesn't have That impa- the impact That the Lagunitas has I like Lagunitas Better Okay I'll take the Lagunitas Over the Biscayne Bay Okay And also The color scheme It's kind of similar Yeah, it's similar A little lighter They're like a light yellow But Yes Correct Correct There you go Yeah, it's very bitter Okay Very hoppy And even on the third sip You still feeling that That bitterness still stays true Yeah, Uh, if you don't like that The same for you But if, you know You were to choose of the bitterness I would choose the Lagunitas Okay It has like a I I think a higher quality There you go Okay To me Yeah, yeah that's it all personal opinion here you know yeah dope dope very good like i mean it's got the pep though oh yeah 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 i mean like you said when you're coming in at 7.5 7.6 yeah you feel it these are these are the type of beers you kind of like take your time and you drink yeah yeah Yeah. because two or three sips like how i just did you know you 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 feel a little yeah yeah no you're not gonna blow through these beers you're not gonna sit there and pound beer after beer this is you know you chill yes definitely I was, I was, and respect Roman. and respect res- the, and res- for real. Respect the craft. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate like, and respect the work that went into it. For sure. And I and I dig it. It's an art form. This is this is a beautiful art form. And I see what they're trying to do. And also they're trying to create their identities because yeah. they're these two. They're IPAs. They're both bitter, but I can see their identities. Yeah, they're unique. They both they stand that they don't blend in together. They kind of stand apart. Yes. Okay. This one has a. Uh, it's. I don't know this one. This one's more. It, it, it's mellow, but this one is. is I don't know. Has like a quality to it. Yeah. Sweetness to it. Okay. This one does. It's kind of bland. The Biscayne Bay has a blandness. It's, it's yeah. like a blandness to it. They should. Yeah. It, it's a, so, the, so the Lagunitas so you a has little a little bit more of, of an identity. Yeah. It has a, more, a little uh, sweetness to it that okay. it would, which helps to me balance that bitterness. Nice. Okay. Okay. Let's see what this. Uh... Bomb. The, yeah, this one last. This last one here is going to be the Breckenridge Brewery. It's their vanilla porter. Uh, they're out of Colorado. Um, it's their American porter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this one's coming in at a, a ABV of 5.4. Now we we brought it back down. This mm-hmm. one's a little little sweeter. I've I've um, I've shared this beer with someone else before on the show, and they weren't necessarily a fan of it, fan of it. But they're not a sweet beer type of person. They said anybody who looking for something sweeter, you like the cream ales. Uh, You've liked the cream ale From the Kentucky bourbon barrel That was dope So you might find An interest in this one This vanilla The one that I had That Kentucky Which is a tongue twister Yeah That Kentucky brew Was uh, It was kind of mellow Yeah But it was It was It was a good experience Because it had like A chocolatey coffee taste Or something to it Okay It was pretty interesting Nice Nice And and the texture Alright Yeah uh, It has a texture Like a creamy Almost not mm-hmm. creamy but like you know yeah. yeah it's thicker it's yeah 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 exactly it's, it's not a, a it's, the viscosity of the drink itself is a little heavier than your typical cores or right rona or whatnot and that gives it a quality oh it does it does it gives it a better experience like it, it's a unique experience like oh that's this like a creamy beer it, they, it feels creamy yeah you dig yeah. but it's it, no milk it's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of breweries that do the a cream ale some version of a cream most do most breweries you know they they kind of uh, touch on on different styles whether it's cream ale or porters or styles they all try to get at least one of each right whether right. it's IPA and whatnot so yeah you'll find yourself in a situation where you start to see more um, more cream ales just besides just ales cream ales um, and they're pretty good especially if you like if you're not if you're of the type that doesn't like the, um, that won't drink beer because of the flavor or the lack of flavor, um, when you get one of these cream ales, it's probably a little more pleasing. Right, know? right. Um, and it's something besides, you know, like a cider or a hard sparkling water or whatever, if you want to try something different. But yeah, the cream meals is the way to go. Right, Definitely right. Definitely cream ales the way to go. So, boom, so now we got you at the place where um, you got that palate cleansed, you're good. You oh, ready? let me do that again. Yes. And then we'll get into that Breckenridge Brewery out of Colorado. Breckenridge Brewery Vanilla... Porter. Vanilla Porter. It, yes. Now, when they say Vanilla Porter, is Porter like a... The Porter's a type of the style of it's beer. It's a style. So like the vanilla, IPA yes, and the... And the Stouts and the so on and, and so forth. Laggers and the Lagers and the Yeah, the, the Lagers and the Pilsners. With Pilsners and Lagers, they're, they're kind of the same. same. Yeah, they're one and the same. And um, But this is a Porter with some more Vanilla and... Now, where beer. do these originate from, like, our... The, the, where did this, like... Is this German? The German is going to be... Your lagers and your pilsners is going to be more Germans. Um, uh, and, and when you get into porter I'm not sure where and porters come from. If that's something that was... Um, uh a regional thing right yeah regional yeah, I'm not sure. We don't we don't know a lot here. I wonder what made people <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they bumped into this concept, bro. Yeah. How did they bump into the fermentation of hops, yeah, and what was yeah, the What was the thing that they they messed up Where they realized Oh, wait, this is Who bumped into this? Yes. Well, hey, listen You you blessed me with the beer gods of of Egypt And uh, so that's definitely something I'm going to have kind of like uh, To do some research on it Before I get my first brewmaster in here So I kind of Make it sound like I know What I'm talking about So I you think You You know bro I think I'll lean in I think I'll lean in With the beer gods of Egypt And then I'll let them Finish out the story Yeah But I'll yeah. get them going In the right direction Because I'm wondering Like who bumped Who bumped into the concept Of yes. yo fermenting These uh These plants And yeah, and this just so, coming the, to becoming yeah. this, and it's a phenomenal taking them off, and it, bubbles, the yeast, it, it and sparkles, bro. Yeah, yeah, Yo. when do they are at what point did Dude. they add carbonation to it? That's bro, this is phenomenal. This is this is you got a badass show here, buddy. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, check it, it yeah, out, it man. We'll it He's a little lot. Little lot. Yeah, do that. That's dope, man. He's a lot. I appreciate that. Oh, this is this is fire. Oh, oh, we found We still go. go. Yeah, this is good. Whoever don't like this, I mean, <laughs> this to me reminds me, like, Malta, when we were growing up, dog. Yes, Malta yes. Atui. Malta Atue Loco. <laughs> El Sol. There you go. Yeah. Malta Goya. Goya. <laughs> so we know, Bruce, when we were shorties, this is non-alcoholic brew. Yeah, exactly. And this has the Malta. Properties, it has the yes, uh, the familiarity. Bro. Yo, because, you know. Let me That's see. the one. And, you know, when my grandma. Okay used to want to give me like a, a malta when I was a shorty she used to be like tu quiero una cervecita they, yeah. yo they call them cervezas they, yeah they Cerve, do cervecita they do. Yeah. yo tu quiero una cervecita yeah I'm like pero es una malta no tu cervecita yeah like, oh shit she's kind of making me feel like an adult yeah like, and then when you're... my pop dude came through he was like yo we're gonna put this Mata Morena and you're gonna drink this for breakfast and I was like "Oh yeah I'm a man bro fuck that <laughs> shit I'm looking at all the shorties I'm lit I'm lit I was in school lit though Yo, but right. it wasn't bad it wasn't a bad nah. thing it was like for energy yeah yeah oh, oh, you had your, had your egg in there for protein and we would work okay cause he would do that for us for work too nice you go, wait, where'd, like, he, where'd he had y'all working at bro I was working at a grocery store since since I was a shorty rock right? oh okay that's what I did my whole, I'm a bodega kid there you go <laughs> Magnum O oh, The Bodega Kid I know about selling brews Talk about brews yo I sold brews loose Yo what you know about Old oh, Milwaukee Ooh. Schaefer You yeah. know them 312 yeah. know. I'm not, Is it 31? No 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 It's 211 It's 211 The Steel reserve, reserve. I, I don't know the number one What was the other one You had your You had your crazy horse Yeah yeah. You had your elephant beer Cause it was an elephant beer Was there Yes I never came across yes. that Yes It was a red elephant And that shit was strong Really? Woo! And then you had your, what was the other one that was like, wasn't it called like Heffin Record? He, they used to call them Head Records or Heffin something. No. Damn, I forgot. You had Valentine Ale, Private yeah. Stock. Private Stock, okay. Yeah. Yo, you had your, yo, I know my brews, bro. I, yeah. I'm from the corner store fam. And down here, we didn't have 40s. Nah, it was 32s We twos. had 32s. Quartz I'll Check it. And <laughs> yeah, not every place had Old English. That's true. It's true. Not S- everywhere had Old English. Select. You had to go to the hood. St. Ives. Get about it Yo I was there During that whole era yeah. and, when, and when I was A shorty working Tell At the him. grocery store When the new brews Came through I would give him a shot There you go Yo <laughs> Yo he was doing this Back then I was doing this Back then You know I was This exactly what we're doing I was doing it In the in the walking box At my pop store yeah. <laughs> So I tried the Red Bull that, Not the not, not the energy drink Nah, the Schlitz liquor, Red Bull. They had one. They yeah. had the Blue Bull. And the Blue Bull. Too. Yeah, y'all don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google that. Google, Google that. it. Google it. Go. Yeah, man. It was yo. fun working at the grocery store, seeing all this stuff, man. Cause all this merchandise, all these different brands, and yeah, yo, um, and the and the different terms and the yo, the Dominicans, cause the they all go- had a different name. They would never call it what it was called on the bottle. Boom. The yeah. Dominicans would go in and looking for Saint Pauli's girl. Uh, okay, Champoligro. <laughs> Yeah. they sabes like primo 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 una caja de está todo, está todo. la vamos a traer yeah. and the Cubans the Cubans they have backs okay right? la llave la llave because la llave. they had a key as a logo a yeah. and Budweiser they would okay. say Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old yeah. oh, Milwaukee, Bush, all them things. Two for a yeah, dollar. I would sell brews all day at the store. Wow. To, the, to the dudes on the corner and shit. Yeah, just, for real. Just for doing real. the, the what was the name of that show that the guys were standing, standing on the corner with their brews? King of the Hill. King of the Hill, yeah. We're hanking them. Yeah. <laughs> we be on the corner with their brews all yeah. day. Just watching shit happen. Mm-hmm. Just watching the day go by. Yeah, but I was wild. one of them shorties that my father, you know, he had the grocery store. So whenever the new product came in, okay. I would sneak into the walk in box and, you know, wow. give it a, test. a Give it a Give it, give it a bruise portion of the podcast Bruising beats, bro <laughs> because, But, you know I didn't know I didn't know <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know what you was doing I didn't You know. was doing it though. I was just doing it <laughs> yeah. you, I, Since we're on Bruise Yes And I know it's about Bruise But I'm gonna have to say Put this in there Okay Um, I used to do that experimentation shit And okay. uh, I remember when they first bought Cisco to the store Ooh. I was like about 13 years old that's not the one you want to sample. Yo, my <laughs> man, I was like thirteen years old, and I saw that shit. And I was working at the store at this time, right? Check this out. I had the EPMD album, okay, and on that EP, the first one, Strictly business. business. And on one of the songs, he goes, "Coolin' at a party, no better your disco. Head full of mellow from a bottle of Cisco." <laughs> Boom, right. So when I heard, "What's a bottle of Cisco?" I didn't know what the fuck that was. Then nah. when it came to the store, I'm like, oh, th- this is what Paris is talking about. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm 13 and I'm working the register. So when the dude brings it, they cooling it off. And this bitch, I go into the back and I pop a bottle and I drink the whole thing. Ooh. And I'm thinking like, when I'm drinking, I'm chugging. I'm, I'm then I keep drinking this shit. I'm like, "Yo, this shit
1: was kind of nasty,
0: bro. <laughs> I got so blasted, and I'm at the, <laughs> the register, bro. People are like, "Is still, he okay? Yo. yo, my man, is he okay? Yo, still giving our correct change? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm you, was doing, it right. you was doing the math. Like, you was doing the math. Back then, those registers didn't tell you what the change was gonna come out. Of. You had to work that in your head. <laughs> you kind of did. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I, thirteen drank that Cisco, and I'm like, and then my people found. They knew because I smelled.
1: Oh I was, yeah, I was, yeah. That's the,
0: like I said. And my so. brother Jose came on and was like, "Yo, Johnny's lit." <laughs> And they just you know they took me off the register and I, you know, I threw up and all that dumb mm. shit. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's this bruising and I had to put in one no, of those. No, I appreciate you I appreciate yeah. That was, yes, that's man. a gem right there. Oh, wait a minute. One time I went to this party with my my there was a party at uh at at, at one of these people that I mean one of my relatives. Okay. Gio's Gio's auntie. Okay. My my, my nephew Gio. So I rest her soul, man. She had a party at her apartment in Miami Lakes and uh <laughs> I was drinking that night. It always happens in Miami Lakes. Yo, my man, <laughs> check it out. I started I don't know. I didn't know this back then my I was drinking hard liquor, okay? And then I started drinking beer. Bro, that night I felt like I was going to die. No. Nah. No, I was giving I was like you was at it for a minute though, I imagine. I mean, you was... I was back to back to back and then and then it got to a point where I'm like, what did I do? And I was like looking at people Yo, my world was spinning. There, I felt like I had a knife in my gut. Uh-huh. And then I, I felt this feeling in my head. And in my heart, I felt this vibe like, damn, I'm going to die. And then <laughs> and then I saw, I kind of heard like my aunt talking to me. And she's dead. No. Dog, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging. And then I'm looking at my people. And I'm like, I'm so sorry for whatever I did in life. <laughs> and I'm looking at them all like, I'm so sorry, yo. I didn't Mom, yo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I fell asleep, bro. I woke up like, what? fuck that I do bro and yeah. I woke up with a nasty hangover bro and I'm sure everybody filled you in afterwards they told you exactly what you did oh was bad bro I was like oh I'm so sorry if I... and they're like gee what's wrong yeah when I'm you like... start repenting when you start repenting Yo, in the middle a... of a ha- in the middle of a buzz and you know, you, it's you, know bad. you did a hell of a job my man I will never do that again <laughs> Yeah. Yo, yo. Dead Lesson up. learned. Hey, we do this here. We drink beers. Our guests drink beer. They sample them, and uh, and then we'll tell you what not to do. Yo. But before we wrap this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. while we drinking beers, we'll tell you not to do this. But before we wrap the segment this up, real quick. Now that you have that in mind, give us a rundown real quick. Number one to number four. Let okay, us know where you stand. Uh, number one would definitely be my The Vanilla Porter Okay Breckenridge Brewer Very good Very good okay. I'd say that number two Would be the The Havana Lager from the, the, Concrete The Concrete, the concrete beach. beach Okay The third one would be Lagunitas And of course the fourth one Would be Biscayne Bay Bomb Just like that we brought it all to a nice, clean close on this segment, but that don't mean it's over. Nah. Cause we got more to discuss. Yo. Hang in there, old headed, Magnumo, Bruise beats, and Easter podcast. Get this alcohol in my alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, thank you for sticking around. We're back at it again. Third segment. This is the beats portion. Old Head Ed, if I ain't say that already. Magnum O's still with us. And uh, this is the portion where uh, I-, I know I'm going to get a lot of insight from it. Uh, Magnum uh producer. Oh, man. All right. Uh, producer extraordinaire, um, the-, the mind behind uh, most of the bootleg. Oh, uh, actually, the bootleg, oh, 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 boot, the whole bootleg, the whole bootleg. <laughs> boot um, also, uh, um, it, it's it's uh, a cre- just a, all around creative, um, self-taught, yeah. self-taught with a lot of the uh, the instruments, yeah. and um, and then takes that and applies it and, and creates music yeah. that does more than just than just entertain. Right, I right. think it does a little more than that. He's gonna get into it. so Magnum Mo. When it comes to producing, um, where where how did that start off? Ah. Now we're going back to the bodega. Okay. Now, I, uh, as a shorty, you don't, I didn't like work. Most don't. I think work was, uh, I didn't like it. I was a kid. I didn't have a childhood. Okay. So, my escape from all reality, and I'm talking about bodega life, brothers and sisters, in the 80s, during the crack era. Okay, a lot of shit popping off on the corner, bro. Um, and not only that, my father was a very strict man. He didn't fuck around. Heavy disciplinary. Very disciplinary. Um, and when he's just with a look, mm. he had you shook. <laughs> just with a look, he'll have you on command. Like yo, you gonna do that? Oh, yes, sir. So we would work all day. We, you know. He would open the store Seven days a week From 6 in the morning To 11 at night And we were there Wow Okay That the was down family. That was down here That was the whole family Cause my father You know Family operation That's what yeah. it was But before it was down here We were in New York Okay East New York Ah uh, okay In the 70's My father had grocery stores Since then But before that It was in DR Okay So, so it's is a bodega life Yeah You're talking like Deep generation shit Yeah But um He <clears throat> He would when it was our turn down here, uh, in my in South Florida during the '80s. We moved down here like in '82. Okay. Okay. It was early. We didn't have a bodega then. We got the bodega back in like '85. All right. The first bodega we got was in '85. '85 was live. '85 <laughs> was live, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yo, the hustlers was on the corner down here. We was on. We was down there on 95th Street. Okay Okay So you've seen this all out the window Northwest Day, uh, Hustlers was all over the street It wasn't like it is today That people are all You know in, Inside Back then there were people on the street You could yeah. see them like on the corner And the thing about this corner store Is that we had three, Two other ones On the corner as well So there was three corner stores On the corner But this was a, like an inland Type of uh, It wasn't like on the aft Okay. It's on Ninety Fifth okay. Street, but so it's like in. a residential type of area. Okay, before you got too deep into the residential area. The no, it was in the yeah, it, but it's like on Ninety Fifth, but it was a residential type of. It wasn't like a big Ave. Okay. It's like a two lane, Ninety Fifth Street, yeah. and then the two uh, two lane Thirty First Ave Northwest okay. date. So you have the the little Colombian spot with the with the with the laundromat out across the street from us on one corner, okay. and then the the other spot was another grocery store, and. My father had it where he, the hustlers could not chill on our corner. Wow. My father got respect. Okay. My father was like, yeah, yeah, you don't hustle here. I don't give a fuck what you do on them other corners, but you don't fuck around here. Man. So, you know, they would fuck around there. That area was bad, bro. A lot yeah. of crack, a lot of lot of violence, Man. robberies. It was lit. Even the shorties, bro. It wasn't like, the, yo, it was lit. <laughs> yeah. So 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 we would work all day From 6 in the morning To 11 at night Okay This was us bro When we weren't in school When I wasn't in school I was at work Okay My escape Was the radio Nice That was it Yeah Yeah My escape Was the radio So the radio Played a a big part In uh In uh, In my life Period My escape My My it was. It's. It was like uh, I don't know, man. It, it it changed your emotions. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it, I it made you forget. It made you forget. Yeah, you traveled. You, you traveled but You're not going anywhere. Not. It's like, yeah. hey, you're yeah. not. You know. But when you're young, you know, you don't want to be there. You want to go play, ride bike, like you see all the shorties doing, and they are coming in to buy candy, bringing them bottles and shit to like get yeah, the candy, trade, them, yeah, yeah, trade yeah. them in for candy and shit. Nah, I couldn't do that. I had to work. I was chopping meat, breaking boxes, you know, I was at the register too. Okay. Dealing. I'm telling I'm I'm taking IDs off of dudes coming with the bruise to the counter. I'm like, yo, where's your ID? They're looking at me like, motherfucker. <laughs> You're IDing me, <laughs> bitch. And uh, yeah, you got I gotta see that ID. Yeah. <laughs> so so being involved with that all day long, not having an wanting to be out there amongst everybody else. And uh, getting involved with, with just regular kids' activities, it brought you closer to just having the radio. Just the radio, the radio TV, was, de- the your radio radio was on. Your teleportation device. The radio was on all day. Damn. And since the, the thing was, we had my father. He would like to play his uh, traditional merengue because okay. he's Perico Ripiao, Dominican Republic, you yeah. know? And it was all day. And back in that day with that, that dope merengue, that mambo, like, you know, lo hermano Rosario, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh... What's this other brother's name? Um, Sergio Vega. Yeah, yeah. You know, all them brothers, they were dropping the 440. All them brothers were dropping the raw merengue. So that was being played, and I loved all that shit. Yeah. Besides, hip-hop was integral. I'm talking about big time. I'm talking about this one. Dougie Fresh and them dropped the show. Yeah. All that shit. I'm, t- I'm listening to the, the Inspector Gadget. Yeah. All that shit. Just and it's like, all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. The Pee the, um, the the Pee Wee Herman, Herman. You know, and then I saw the movements all change up. We got to see the boom bap shit. And then you got to see the bass movement come in. Yeah. Miami rappers used to sound like dudes from New York. They used to sound like Run DMC dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, the original uh two life crew was a dude from the West Coast and a dude from New York. Yeah. um, And that's how it started off. They right? rapped like Run DMC. Yeah, like, you know, that sound. But it was dope. But the radio was the outlet. And yeah, it would touch me. Yeah. And I can tell a hit when I hear one. Okay. Because that trained me. I can tell yeah, a hit yeah. when I... I can tell good shit when I hear it. Yeah. I, it's musically just like that there's a mechanism within each of us that can measure that okay and that's what i believe is uh should be the the measuring the 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 me, the way to the measure yeah i don't know I, I i when i feel chills when it gives me the chills the certain that i that's how i know when something is going to be powerful wow so that taught me yeah to sense that through various songs so different songs Would create that effect in me and i'm like wait That song just did the same thing That the other song did But What is that? Mm. What is that? It's not the same song (laughs) It's not the same song But you still got (laughs) the same effect It's moving my soul Mm. It's It's giving me goosebumps Okay And it's making my heart race And it's giving me good vibes Or it's making me envision Certain things in Mm. my head I'm that type of creative I'm a Gemini So I get these I'm very Throughout I'm Both sides of the brain kind of I am And I'm like a Walter Mitty, very vivid imagination, dog. Walter Mitty shit, like yo. When I hear the song, I'm envisioning myself like I'm doing it. Yeah. Like some sort of scene or something. Yeah. So that's how I use music, bro. Okay. And I still do it that way. Yeah. It's that's a that's that's soul moving. That's why I I think music is the highest form of science. Wow. Tight. That's tight. And without music. (laughs) And without music your movies ain't gonna be shit mm-hmm. you need the soundtrack yeah Yeah. you need the soundtrack because it's a depth it gives it a depth Yeah. it's like oh my god this is profound and it and you know I don't know man I'm just I'm eccentric like that with sound I'll be watching a movie and I'm like did you hear that like Escape from New York I'm like yeah. oh my god that movie <laughs> the soundtrack the the, the way the, the sounds are in the back of the movie that shit badass bro yeah that score, so they did a good job scoring that. And it that gives thing. me that feeling that I'm telling you about. Okay. That, that, so I use my measuring. Yeah. Mm. So working at the store, not wanting to be there, listening to the songs, was what allowed me to kind of like uh, evolve yeah. this uh, faculty to appreciate and sense what is truly going to be uh, universally appreciated. Okay. Yeah, I get that. That's dope. Like an AR. You worked, yeah. I had an ear. I I was an AR early. I just don't do it. But I can be an AR if I wanted to because I can tell who's going to be doing what. I can feel it. It's like, yeah, I I know. (laughs) I could tell. You know, you could tell, you could tell. But being in that environment, bodega life, when you're young, you don't like it. But then when you get old and you go deeper into your art form and you start studying, like how I started to study, you appreciate it. It's a beautiful struggle. Yes, yes. Shouts to Tyler, Carl. It's a beautiful struggle. What was the first instrument you picked up? Uh, <clears throat> the first instrument I picked up was just my mouth. Okay. I was just <laughs> to, the, to an answering machine. <laughs> I didn't have a tape recorder now, so I had yeah. an answering machine. So I would there was this little convenient answering machine I had. And I would keep rewinding it and do like little beat samples. Okay. Sometimes I would put a tape that close to it so that I could like... Pick up the sound off Yeah, of and then create another track. I didn't have none of that. So that's how I started. And then... Bruh. But when I really fell in love, when I really... But... Let me go back. My okay. brothers... Alright. When we said earlier, my brothers were the chill crew.
1: Okay. So okay. they were every
0: day after school, hip-hop, spinning, dancing. The rappers would come through. We had Woody Wood. Yeah, Corey, you had John the Baptist coming through, FBI crew. Yo, you ever heard of this group called Nice and Wild, Diamond Girl? Yeah, yeah. The Diamond yeah, Girl, they used yeah, to yeah. go to the crib. Really? So I used to see all these dudes, and I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm surrounded by music. Not only that, my father used to get Perico Ripiao tapes okay. live, and they would shout them out. Really? It's the Antonio Ureña. I'm like, yo, what is this? All that shit inspired me, bro. I'm like, yo, my father gets love on the music tip. My fa- my grandfather played accordion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My little brother plays accordion. Really? Let mm-hmm. me find out Irv out there. No, no, no. Him. My other, he's in DR now. He's in DR. Oh, okay, okay. He plays accordion, bro. That boy goes in. Yeah. He goes in. Wow. But the 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 whole you know the whole thing. My brothers, they were doing it. My older brother, the oldest one, he was into rock. Okay. So that helped me. Like rock too Yeah I like disco I like rock I like Spanish music Then later on When I really sunk in Was in 1988 1988 In July It was July No it was July, August of 1988 I went to the Dominican Republic That's when I really Fell in love With hip hop Really? Red alert I... I heard this mix that my cousin took from the radio. Back then we used to record from the tape. Yeah. From I mean on tape to, from the radio, right? Yeah. And he had this special mix, and Red Alert was mixing in the vapors <laughs> with my philosophy. Wow. And that was it. Yo, my man, I kept rewinding that part of the blend when he went on when them. he went fresh for 88. You suckers, suckers, suckers. That echo, yeah. and then it went into the ding, ding, the the vapors. Yeah, it was perfect. Wow. I'm like, and I kept rewinding that blend, and everybody around me was like, "This guy has gotta be crazy." Yeah. Why does he keep listening to? That? I'm listening to that part. I'm like, fresh for '88. You suckers, suckers, yo. And then it was like, it was like that. You caught the, the the vapors beat came in perfect. I'm like, this is yeah. this is amazing. What is this? <laughs> Just that part. Yeah. I, I couldn't take that tape. Uh, and I know you tried. I took another one. <laughs> <laughs> and I still got it, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-hour tape. Back those two those TDK tapes, they were two hours long. I still got that shit. Red alert. DJ Chuck, chill out. Yeah, some <clears on throat> some throwback Thursdays. Yo, yo. Yo, these mixes, 88 had to be the greatest year in hip-hop. 88 had to be the greatest year in hip-hop, bro. I argue. Oh, my man. Yeah, that was strong. I got that tape. I got to give you a copy of that tape. Oh, you need to just it. have it. We're yes. going to dub it so the, the heads can have this tape. This is For a real. nostalgic piece, bro. Yeah, and it's the, it's the and one it's that the- set it off. Like that made you sit there and question, like, yo, what? How did they do this? Actually, no, that really wasn't. Huh? I can go back, but that was like when I was like, I love this shit. Okay, but I, but okay. the, before that, it was uh, it was 1986 and my brothers had this mixtape and uh, The Great Adventures of Super Rhymes was on it. Okay. And when I heard The Great Adventures of Super Rhymes, I was steadily fucking rewinding that goddamn tape, bro. Yeah, was I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you hear what he said? <laughs> Yo, did you just hear what he said? <laughs> Yo, and then there was another one. I forget the name of the group and the name of the song, but the hook was like oh. Uh, you don't stop, cause times are hard And people are I forget the whole thing, but dog yeah. I, I wish I could get that shit That made me always rewind the tape That, that yeah. was before 88 so, But 88 was the stop yeah. That it was the confirmation That, that, that was, was it, I was like, yo that's, 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 that's. Man, I love this shit Man that, my philosophy, bro. That yo know, fresh yes. for '88. That's right into the uh, the, the vapors. vapors. Biz Marquis, the vapors, bro. Perfect. Man. Red Red Alert did an amazing job. Nice. And nice. so I started doing, you know, after I, I left DR, we came back to Miami, and the first tape I bought it was my philosophy. Was, uh, no, was Biz, Marquis Biz Marquis. going off? Ah, uh, going off. Okay. My first tape cassette was Bismarck Marquis going off. Bro, with wow. the Vapors. That oh, yeah. <laughs> out. And then, I got Big Daddy Kane's um, Long Live the King. Long Kane. Live the King. Okay. Because all that shit was on that tape. And I'm like, I got to get all these tapes, bro. What uh, I got everything back then. Nice. EPMD? Yeah. yeah. Strictly Business. Eric B and Rakim. Both albums. Yeah. Paid in full because by that time, Follow the Leader was out. hmm Yo By any means necessary I had everything bro Everything Everything And I kept going yeah. And I'm talking about I was only a, a freshman In high school You know how powerful That shit is For a 14 year old 1988 bro Freshman in high school These are the These are the These are the Rushmore's I'm talking about Slick Rick the Ruler Yes I'm talking about Kid and Play Yeah Yo Electromagnetic uh, Ultra magnetic yeah. MC's Yeah Yeah yeah, those are. I got some shit with the staples. Yo, I got some shit with Funk Master Flex that I'm like, yo, he produced that shit was fire. Yo, Jungle Brothers. Mm. Oh my god, so, yo, fire, fire, fire. Just yeah. and I kept getting shit and just getting shit. I'm like, damn, this is that 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 shit was just fire, bro. And then I just kept collecting. But I didn't start rhyming until 1991, the summer of 1991. Uh you know who helped me write my first rhyme? Who's that? His name is uh AK Stage. Y'all know him today as McCleasey. Is that what it is? I yeah. His that's... name is Stage McCleasey. So it used to be Stage McLeod, used to be AK Stage, used to be chaos before then. It was chaos back right in the day, on. way back. But back wait, I know Stage since 1984. Stage, it is who's uh what's something Stage has done? Maybe the listeners could be familiar oh, with. Oh yo, you know Stage, fellas. He's the one that did um I'm so high, I'm okay. so high. Anthem, anthem. Yeah, that anthem shit. But he's uh he's true. He's true to the game though. Don't don't get it twisted. The boy is the man. The man. The man is real about his shit. I know him stage since I was in the fourth grade, fifth grade, and he was rapping then. And we went from elementary to junior high to high school to college together. Stage. Wow. Stage is the homie. Yeah. We were part of Bantu Nation. Okay. Okay. We we rhymed together.
1: Yeah.
0: He helped me with my first, first rap line. My first rap line was, you know, because I wanted to be social conscious. Yeah. Back then, that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah. Yo, brothers killing brothers for the process of a color. That was the first line. That, that set it yeah. off. That set it off. Yeah. Brothers killing brothers for the process of a color. I forget the rest of the rhyme. What was the name of the song? You remember that? I don't remember the nah. song <laughs> no. but that was the first line he said i'm gonna help you write your first rhyme and he gave me my first line and then i ran and then you took and it from, I, there. from there dog but I wasn't making beats but I didn't know nothing about like music I wasn't musically inclined I could nah. feel it yeah but I couldn't make it I didn't understand it at what point did you <laughs> realize you could make it when i started bopping my head the right way I don't know how to explain it bro I was just then I started Okay. And just thought it came out. Really? It came out because I started figuring it out. I'm like, oh, playing instruments ain't no different than rapping. Huh. That's all it is. Okay. Break that down. So when you rap the freestyle, you're just freeing. And then I figured it out. I'm like, oh wait, you can do this with a, with an instrument. And then the more you practice, the better you get. So so as long <coughs> as you understand as long as you have an idea of well, rapping words and and tones on an instrument, if you could, that's pretty much your language on the instrument. It's just the tones, the keys. Which is what I would do. Okay. The, so the vapors was one of my favorite joints, man. Okay. Can you feel it? Nothing, Nothing can save you. you. So I'm like, so you, you, mimic the, you mimic the rhythm of the rap, and then you add tones to it, and it's like, yo, it actually sounds dope. So then I started to do that and then but I didn't take any music courses okay. I didn't you know and then I bought a little keyboard a Casio joint that was like my like 20 bucks just to practice with the little keys and I would start yeah. playing little one note melodies and I would beatbox I didn't have a drum machine so that was your drums that was how, how I did it I would be there so I would imitate whatever I would hum I would try to find it it would take me a long time I'm like, yo, what's something? Okay, I got it. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about music, bro. Wow. Um, so I my thing was more rap. Okay. My thing was more lyrics. Um, I started going to the studio okay. in like 92. All right. In 92, after okay. I graduated high school, I started going to the studio, and my mentors were Gorilla Tech.
1: Okay.
0: And uh, Track 53 Not familiar They're the drum majors They were the ones When I first saw the MPC 60 I'm like what's that And they were producing tracks And stuff When they was like Back in like 95th street Around there In this little like shack A green little shack In the back of this house This Rasta's house Okay That he was like I signed a contract Wow New Day Productions Was the name of it Okay And his name was Rastakari And you know, a lot of the heads was there, bro. Shadow Man Boogie was there. Really? Mm-hmm. We had uh, Chapter. We had the whole... We had Touche. You remember yeah, Touche? Yeah, I remember Touche. I remember Touche. Yeah, we had Track. We had Guerrilla Tech. There was a few heads that would go to that studio, bro. And, you know, those were the early beginnings. Then what I would do when we were making our first demo, because I wasn't making beats. I was just... I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. that shit. I was... Yo... I'm at the studio <laughs> yeah, Just the fact that you're at the Yo! studio Yo Yo And then Okay so we're in there And uh, Back then There was a lot of booty shake shit that, Yeah there was definitely A, was a influence big, so. Yeah so a lot of guys Were still doing the They were big on booty shake production And yeah. They were very talented These brothers had the ear mm-hmm. And they could do anything So they were I could I could hear the groove to what they doing. They they were doing, they were doing the down south movement. They were doing the bass movement. Some cats were dropping songs about weed and all that shit. Mm. Blah blah blah. When we came in, oh, they were sampling a lot of James Brown. That's what was happening back in that era. And the we came and changed that shit. Yeah. I was sampling jazz. I was sampling other funk shit. I was not even sampling James Brown. I said I do not want to use James Brown. It was heavily done. I, it was and heavily done. Yeah. And I do not want to use Parliament Funkadelic either. I want to use jazz. And I would be the one digging. And then I started a sound with because I would dig, they knew how to chop up. I didn't know nothing of programming or nothing. So I was like, yo, the first song we went and did was a John Coltrane sample. Okay. Love, a Love Supreme. And the name of the song was Who Got the Flavor? <laughs> the name of the group back then was Poetic Asylum. Yeah. And it consisted of myself, Magnum Moe. Uh, my 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 brother Large. Yo large Triple yeah. X Large aka Wordsworth aka Fuzz Ruckus <laughs> yeah. and my man Steps and DJ Nasty That's Victor right? Yeah That's, Victor yeah, Victor yeah. man peace be to Victor and um and DJ Nasty was part of that collaboration at that time and he and, and he um selflessly helped us with the cuts on the album and he was part of the crew nice. even though he's part of Nation of Hoods yeah. Nation of Hoods was courteous enough to allow us um, his you know his expertise and his, yeah. his and his um, showmanship. we shared you know nasty for a brief period with the nation and you know it was a beautiful thing. Dope. I love them brothers. Um, I love nasty 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 didn't have to do that. yeah, nasty embraced us. Nasty used to let us in the crib. Nasty saw that we were serious though, okay. Nasty saw a lot of the, you know, so we were we were collaborators. So that's what Poetic Asylum was. And we had a logo. We did the whole thing. We did the packages. Back then, the packages, I did them by hand. Wow. Tapes. I didn't yeah. have a CD. We didn't have CDs or yeah, computers. So you, had to, you had to churn them out. Yeah, one by one. I didn't have the money to go to like one of these pressers, bro. So I would do everything by hand, bro. Each tape. You had a stack of the, the blank tapes. At the Blank tapes. And I was doing this by hand. And it wasn't speed either, bro. It yeah. was all oh, slow. And I and I did about 100 of those, bro. Of packages. And I back then, I was doing packages. And I put... The promo picture in an envelope with the bios and the and the logo and the tape. Yo, yo I used to go to Blue Note a lot. Okay. And uh, Bob shot my demo to Atlantic Records. Really? Yes, he did. Nah. Nice. And we got a response. That's a plus, bro. Especially we got a response. And I'm like... <gasps> and Bob was like, yo, you got a response, bro. A lot of times, they just dash this shit to the garbage, bro. I'm like, yeah, yo, not, back nobody then. Nobody even bothered bro. even playing yeah. it. And they're like, you guys have a good sound. You guys got to just tighten up. Because we were just green we were green mm-hmm. but even with all that I mean to accomplish all success, I was doing was digging in into crates and telling them yo these are the samples I want and they would chop them up and arrange them and then we would rhyme we would go home and rhyme them and come back with songs yeah that's how I started Yeah, and then you got the response I got the response and I'm like damn I, I think I could kind of do this man because then I went to New York to shop so, it. so what was the response what did that oh answer? we're green Okay, we still oh, need work. The, the, okay. We're good, but we still need work. Maybe, okay. you know, keep working on your sound and knock on the door a little later. So, what I said, right, okay, that was, that was one, but let me go to New York. So, we took a journey to New York, bro. Okay. And two stockbrokers had faith in us. So, all they right. were like, yo, come on up. We went up. It just didn't work. Okay. I don't know. It just didn't work. Uh, and we let it go. Vic went to go see his grandma for a little bit. Blase blah. Mm -hmm. Me and Largue were up there. I was working. It didn't work, so we came back down to Miami. Poetic asylum, kind of. But I came back with money because I was working up there. Okay. I was working both bodega life. Never, you never, get, never East New York, it. ladies and gentlemen. I was in East New York, bu- busting it out in a bodega. Yeah, East under, New York is, is a rough area for those in the, all the other areas listening to the. Foot and inhale, baby. Under the under underneath the the J line, Norwood, yeah. baby. It's no joke. No, it's joke, no joke. So I was working cool. there, and I made a little money during that time period. And when I came back down to Miami, I had a little stash, and uh, I bought equipment. I invested in an eight-track tape <laughs> tape deck, the Tascam 488, the Porta Studio. But I, I I was I was so green I didn't know what to buy. I started just buying equipment, so I bought an eight-track recorder, and I didn't have any other equipment. I had an eight-track recorder, a whack keyboard at the crib, and a mic. No drum machine. Wow. So my only drum machine was my mouth. So what I would do is that I would create beats with my mouth on one track and then add it up, add flavor to it with bass lines and melodies and stuff with the keyboard. There you go. And whatever else I found with the eight track. And I got creative. And that's the beginning of my musical, oh, I'm gonna take this serious. Okay. I'm gonna take this real serious. I'm gonna learn music. Yeah. And, I, and I started to, uh, to, uh, to, I went and bought the drum machine. Oh, uh, you finally got the the ever elusive drum machine. I got the drum machine back in 1995. It was an MPC 3000, and I wasn't. I didn't even have a car. But you had a drum machine. I had a I, that drum machine cost three thousand dollars then. But I didn't have a car, and I was on bus, and I went to the spot on bus. It was it was in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah by largest house. That's dedication. Yo, I went to the spot. It was it was Abe Music. It was called Abe, not Ace. It was Abe, A B E. And it was on Davy Davy Boulevard. Davy Boulevard, bro. I bought my MPC wow. 3000. I'm like, I saw the one right there on display. It had all. It was studio ready. Okay. It had all the outs. I'm like, I want the, I want the display when he goes, Are you sure, bro? I'm like, I want that one. It got all the plugs. Yeah, he goes, yeah. So I got that, I put it on the credit card. I had a little credit card then, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I maxed the bitch out <laughs> <laughs> with that shit. And I started paying it off. I paid that shit off and I'm like, I got a drum machine, an eight-track. But I didn't have sounds. And then I went and got a turntable. They donated a turntable to me, so I started sampling. Okay. I was I sampled back to the back jazz. There. You went back to the jazz. Band? It was uh yeah, or whatever records I had. Okay. Whatever was in the crate. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I used to go to Blue Note every day after yeah. school and cop and collect records and stuff. So I had a little collection and I would sample jazz or whatever was rare or what I thought was dope. Um, I wasn't that good at it, okay. at sampling. I wasn't okay. that good at it. I kind of didn't like it. So I started, I'm like, I like doing my own thing. And I was, that's where I was going to get to. Is like, It was um we mentioned it earlier. We were talking about just the free-form expression of you. The ultimate expression of you is what you feel coming out. It's harder to encapsulate that when you're actually taking somebody else's... Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, whether a melody or whatnot. That's something that they put out, that they did coming from their soul. Yeah. So now you find yourself... Nowadays, how are you incorporating that same, that same feeling, that energy? I just feel that I think you can... You're gonna help music more by by venturing within yourself. Okay. And and just doing it, man. And yeah. and appreciating what those brothers did, learning from it. And you know a lot of those brothers want you to to bite them and take it to the higher level. They don't a lot of them that you know when you take the business aspect out of the shit mm-hmm. and the real artists, the hardcore artists, they are like, yo, Yeah, because it lives. Let hard, me man. let me let me see what you can do with this, bro. Yeah. Like flip it. Yeah. Flip it. I want Beethoven, I bet you Beethoven and Mozart were cool with that. Like yeah, man, take my shit and sample it and flip it, I'm sure. But these uppity people with the business scheme and all that, yo, man, I want, I, right, bro. Yeah. But You know they forgot about you. Yeah. They forgot about you. If it wasn't for me. You... Yeah. You wouldn't have that that second. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. They forgot about you. Yeah. So you know, but I respect those guys. You know, cause I know back then it took a lot too, to record it. You know, not everybody is oh, yeah. going to the studio. You gotta exactly. be nice. Yeah yeah definitely you had to be nice so I get why and it was a lot of sacrifice for a lot of those guys to get that shit out and they you know blood sweat and tears correct I dig it so I was like you know what I'm gonna do what you do create my own create my own shit and sample myself I did this before the internet shit was out before these dudes I'm talking for real you know that yeah these dudes are like I'm doing it already yeah. these kids are getting online thinking ah, look what I can do it's like alright bro that ain't new. I was doing that on an answering machine. <laughs> Humble beginnings. Let's go. Beginnings. Let's go. So, what are you working with now? Yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm a little. I got some gear at the crib. I got I'm working. I still got my three thousand. It's wrapped up, and I treat my my gear like a baby. You know, I, I wrap it up in cloth and everything. Uh, I'm working with uh, iMac Pro. I've got Ableton Live. I'm working with. All kind of dogs Like um, Complete Ultimate uh, Arturia I'm working with Omnisphere Okay I'm working with the OP1 I'm working with the Moogs I'm working with uh, A lot of apps on the iPad So now you have like a You have an arsenal I have, I an, have, arsenal. I have an arsenal I have an arsenal And, and it's, and it's wh- exactly what you use To express your deepest Feelings Feelings and, and, when and it comes to sounds yes, Tones emotions, yes, And yes. you convey that onto music Yes And uh I don't have my record collection anymore. I had a huge record collection, and I unfortunately did the wrong thing. I no longer have it, <laughs> but I—it's all right. I wish I didn't do that. Yeah, because there was some gems in in that collection. Well, that's some now. That there's for someone else to enjoy yeah. one way or the other. Hopefully, yeah, somebody hope, takes hopefully, from man. that, man. But basically, production and 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 I'm calling yeah, you. No, know, that, hey, listen, old head, Ed. <laughs> sir. He's always energy to me, though. There you go. But uh, production is I, I do production like a diary. Okay. It's diary. It's like I I I uh I jot down beats are like what I'm going through. I don't okay. I don't really stop to think about it. I don't at yeah. all. I just don't care yeah. what the critics are gonna say. I'm a creator, man. That's it. I'm a channel. I'm a channel actually. I'm not the creator either. You're a, when you start practicing, you start realizing, yo, how the, how, how did I do that? You zone out, bro. And it ain't really you. Mm. When you start zoning out and doing your thing, yeah, it, you're a channel, yeah, and basically you're an conduit. From- you're a conduit from the, from the creation. And if you're really sincere about it, the creation will put some real dope shit through you. Through. You. Nice. But you know, it ain't for me. It's for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. This don't belong to me. This belongs to all of us, man. Exactly. I don't own it. I oh. can never own it. Yeah. I want you to if I ever do something, sample the fuck out of it, man. Go ahead, man. Take it to a newer heights. I don't give a damn. Yeah. That's you know, I'm not about that, yo, where my with my cut. It's like, yo, do it, dog. Yo, you, you took my shit. That's so yo, that's fresh, yo. Yeah. It's kinda fresh. That means that somehow you you conveyed it's spoke e- to it's, someone it's else. Eternal now, it's eternal, fam. Yeah. It's eternal. It's eternal. It's like whatever you put out, post out on the internet, ain't you no know, taking it back. It's out there. It's out. And there. and my and I'll be in and I'll be in the souls of multitudes, bro. Imagine how many. Imagine how many people will have that same feeling that you did. When that's you what I want. That, and that's exactly the core of this conversation right here. Yes. The purpose of my production and my being in this path is to recreate. Those sensations that those great masters in the past did for me when I was in Duh. my in my uh, in my zone of work that I didn't like that you know yes. that I didn't like, but I dig it. It's medicine. It's yeah. music is necessary. It's not a it's not a oh it's it's just a little you know it's a joke. No, it's not a luxury either. It's a need. You yeah. need music. Damn. You need music to uplift. You also need music to to vent. Sometimes you're so deep in sorrow, yo. Listen to a sad song, man. Let that shit out. Yeah. Feel it. Yeah. Let it ooze out. But don't be in that state too long. Get out of it and start it because music could put you in states. It's powerful. When yeah. I hear these cats talk that shit, oh, I ain't no role model. Yes, you are, bro. You're powerful. Yeah. You're moving the soul. You, you, especially kids. Especially oh, yeah. kids, they tap in, and they ain't stupid. See, we uh, yo. When I was a shorty, I was like, yo, that feels. Mmm. What is that? We were adults at shorties. You know, we're just in little bodies.
1: <laughs> that's where the old soul comes. That's from. sick yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Dope, dope. But that's the purpose of music to to recreate that spine tingling sensation. That 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 that. The goosebumps. That the chills, the chills. The chills, man. The rising of the head is that nostalgia. Yeah. The effects. That's medicine. That's it. That truly is medicine. Dope. Yo, if y'all we ran the gamut, man. You guys, you guys got to hear Magnemo's beginnings when it came to music. Uh, his his journeys throughout it and uh, where he's at now and what he'd like to produce to have everybody get on that same vibe, the same feelings that he did at one point. Um uh, where where else do we go with this? I mean, that's that's pretty much it. We got the beats wrapped up and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, wrapped up and ready like the MPC, he wrapped it up nice and keeps it. Keeps oh, it I keep making sure everything's babyed. You know what I'm saying? So with that, we're gonna hold that Still right there. Still got the A track too. Oh, yeah, Yo! nothing. All and, the And, and look, good looking out to to Orion. Okay. My, my homie helped me re- recover it because it died on me, man. That thing, that thing, I, I bought it in 94, man. So brought, he brought, we, it we, we brought it back to life. Nice. Thank you, O. There you go. So stay tuned, man. He's gonna put out more music for y'all to listen to. Mm-hmm. Maybe catch a feeling. Hopefully, what he felt when he first heard that music that reached out and touched him. All oh, right. Bruce Beast and East the podcast. Let's catch y'all on the other side. The Eat segments coming up next. Mm-hmm. Peace. Peace. Yeah. We good food So what you eatin' on? Catfish ad, love that Brisket that Pizza, that You know we on. We eatin' good food So what you grabbing on? Bruce Beeson needs the podcast, old head at Magnumo And now, we've reached... Reach the portion of the podcast where we talk about eats. Eats. We're gonna delve deep into the palate, the taste, the the <laughs> the, the, the cravings that that Magnum o gets. What he desires, what he likes to eat, what he doesn't like to eat, uh, favorites, things he you know he can't live without. Uh, Magnumo, yes sir. What's your favorite dish right now? Chana masala. I really dig chana masala. I like a lot of East Indian food. I like the uh, I like the spicy um, curry flavor. Okay, it's very delicious to me. Okay. I like uh, I don't know. I like spices. Okay. I like uh, and there's no shortage of spices when it comes mm-hmm. to. I like the Dominican. Uh, I like the Dominican. Um, sp- the way they season. Okay. Dominican seasoning pretty dope. Yeah. It's kinda Mediterranean. I grew up on it, I Yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. <laughs> it's it's a little distinct from all from the other Latin culture the other oh, yeah. Latin um um Hispanic ethnicities. It's a little Mediterranean, very black. Our diet is very black. Yeah. We are we eat a lot of, you know, like African style foods and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Plantains, roots, you know, we eat malanga. Yeah, yeah, you know stuff like that. Yams.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We eat like Heavy African-influenced foods, bro. Yeah. So, chana masala, how did you come about that? Bro, chana masala was in... Uh, actually, when I was in New Mexico. Okay. I was eating at an Ayurvedic restaurant. And I was like, let me try some of this chana masala. And, bro, that was amazing. Really? It was amazing. I never eaten at, a, at a like, a East Indian restaurant. And this was Ayurvedic. Yeah, so it's the... What? It's like Ayurvedic is like they use their, their healing knowledge and 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 they apply that to the cooking okay it's a system it's a system of healing okay it's the mother of medicine actually ayurvedic medicine yeah and and they apply these yo for this body type or this type of energetic or vibratory person this type of food is essential for them really yeah just how 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 do they go about learning that from you or or picking that up well (laughs) you kind of gotta know that okay you go to the restaurant you kind of gotta know that but um, we didn't. I didn't experience it like that. But they have foods like that, oh, so there's, like okay, cavo, there's, pizza, all that. Like this is for the fire people, or for the people who are more like fluid, like water. And these are for the, you know. Huh. Okay. Yeah, and they 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 do make food like that. It's it's a science. Wow. And certain people can't eat certain foods because it affects them a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. It's a deep science. Yeah. And so this is New Mexico. Uh, so China. Oh, well, you're vegan. Now I am. You're, not, you're now vegan mm-hmm. um, for a year so far. So far, okay. Hanging in, hanging in strong. Easy. Okay, okay. Easy peasy. And you're feeling the uh you're feeling the benefits of it. Indeed. Very much so. Um let me tell you a little bit about my eating history, okay? I grew up in the bodega. <laughs> Can you say that with me? <laughs> bodega. Very influential part of my life. And guess what I'm surrounded by in the bodega? processed foods a lot of processed foods <laughs> what did i grow up on hood food yeah because you know we had to. i grew up drinking soda i had no knowledge yeah. we did not have knowledge yeah we were, we were ignorant to that you know yeah i didn't you know we were just hey man let me get you and then whenever somebody came because <laughs> we didn't know any better yeah but I grew up drinking a, a lot of soda, junk food, Sunny Delight, Jungle Juice. Yeah. Eating, you know, cakes, nominators, you yeah. know, junk food, I'll bro. <laughs> yes. I would eat hot sausages, pickle legs, pickles. These right. in the jar. Yo, <laughs> my man, play with it. Yeah. I'm hood shit, French fries, hood shit. Yeah. So we would eat all that all day. One day, I had a feast. And yeah, my father didn't like us eating. He's like, "You can't be doing that. We we're here for business." Okay. You can't be fucking. We're young. Yeah. Come on. Little kids ain't reasoning and like that. We have that much access to all these, these But I, these I'm drinks. like, "Yo, but we, I would do it on the sneak shit though." We like looking at Irv, my little brother Yo, yo, uh, uh, yo you want to try the Cherry Clans, bro? <laughs> yo, 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 let's get the new joints, yo Oh, yo, you try the Chico stick Yo, get a Chico stick We break it and be eating it together <laughs> My father would come through We'd throw it away we'd, Like hide it Because <laughs> yeah. he didn't want And if he saw you eating He's like, what you eating, man? He's like, yo, we're here to make money Yeah. we'll be eating and shit And one day I decided to go on a spree, bro I ate it Something all. you. I ate it all I'm talking about I was eating hot sausages The pickled sausages Yeah, yeah Fucking. Floating in that jar. Pickled eggs. I never ate pig feet though. Okay, uh, nah, I, don't I hated know. that shit. I don't know if I could do that. Nah, but I, yo, I eat pickles. I was eating mad potato chips. All of that. I was just stuffing myself. I had chicharrones that day. <laughs> Sunny Delight, Jungle Juice, Nominators, Cherry Clans. Blah, 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 blah. I'm eating all this junk food. Soda, 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 Bro, soda, so soda, you, soda. You had a window of 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. So no <laughs> water. Wow. I didn't drink water when I was young. I don't really remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. I was fat. <laughs> I was fat. I was unhealthy. And I threw up at the end of the day. I felt sick. I went, Bruh! bro. You heard that? That yeah. You guys got the. Alcohol. You got that, bro? It was like mixing mixing alcohol, mixing brews with, with with hard liquor. Yeah. And that day, I was I had to be about. Maybe 10, 11 years old That was That was The beginning Of My 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 willpower Okay Cause I was fat too Yeah I was like Oh Food Is no joke Lesson learned early What Yeah Yeah. I'm like Food Is no joke It made me throw up Yeah I thought I was all I'm just Eating food Yo I threw up I mixed it. T- it was toxic. Yeah, it came out just like, like the jungle juice color, cause jungle juice is toxic, bro. It's got you know, like red number four thousand or something. Yeah, yeah, it got some <laughs> yellow you know, three, there. all those weird colors, and it's got this texture that you can tell. It's like this is like, is this radioactive? It's not. <laughs> it's not typical. Nah, not at all. and we was on it, bro. Yeah, I remember. And then that taught me a lesson, and then. I began a disciplined way of eating, Okay. Uh, in my junior high school days, I wouldn't eat, you wouldn't eat at all? Nah, I wouldn't eat breakfast or lunch, I would huh. wake up in the morning and fast from the minute I woke up till I got out of school, when I got out of school is when I ate my first meal. Wow, so there was food at the house already or at the- Yeah, there was food at the crib. At the job? At the job, okay. You know, and then And that meal consisted of what? Maybe Mom's cooking? T- yeah, mom's cooking. It could be rice, beans, and meat, you know, chicken, beef back then, pork, whatever. We ate, we ate that. Because we were yeah. ag- I was ignorant to the to the knowledge. Yeah. So so, you know, I ate all that. I ate that and uh, where was I? You was getting home. You wouldn't eat throughout the day. Right. Was I would fast, bro. And that, I, I, I suffered from nerves as well. So I don't know. I, I, I got bald. I don't know if you remember me in high school. I had like light hair on the top. I was balding, bro. I had thinning hair. Okay. In high school, I was like 14, 15, 16. I was already going bald, bro. Wow. And, and that, it was. Do you think it was the food? It was the food and yeah. the emotions, mm. the lack of knowledge. Yeah. but then I started to change like when I was in junior high school I wouldn't eat breakfast or lunch I would just eat the dinner, the dinner and but I would train too okay I would train in boxing a little bit okay and it wasn't healthy bro yeah. that's why I stayed short cause I could be taller I didn't nourish myself my little brother my younger brother did and he grew taller and you can see it everybody's yeah. like they look at me and him they're like what happened, I'm like, y'all don't know, man. I didn't eat, man. Yeah. I wasn't nourishing myself, and that's what I was really learning. I'm like, bro, this is diet is a serious thing.
1: Mm.
0: Again, I learned, I'm like, oh snap, <laughs> that was the second lesson, right? Yeah, there. I'm that like, second. yo, I'm not eating, so this is what's causing all this. Yeah, and then I don't know. I went to New York in the 90s and 94, I was living up there, working up there, I was eating everything because I was, uh, I was smoking heavy. Okay, heavy heavy herbs. Yeah. So I would eat all kind of mixtures of things. I would eat tacos with chocolate. Okay. you didn't get the Hershey's chocolate up on this. Okay. <laughs> saying, we didn't have no food, fam, so I gotta put the The Hershey's with the with the tacos, you know, because yeah, there wasn't no food. So I was dumbing I mean, out. It's probably a like culinary delight somewhere now. <laughs> oh, culinary delight. Oh, check it out. I would mix so many foods and I would eat like spaghetti with eggs and blah blah blah, blah and mix it. You wouldn't want to catch me on the train, the nigga. Thank oh, Blow it up! <laughs> nah, not but, this car, not this car. Nah, I did that one time and it was nasty. <laughs> oh, damn. I gave everybody the dirty look. It was you, it was you, no, it was you! <laughs> but I changed my diet like uh, in the mid-90s. Okay. I was dating this young lady who was very, she was hardy. she was deep into the metaphysics and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She didn't eat meat, nothing. I didn't understand that. Yeah, that was yeah. It's a hard one to gra- wrap your head around. And it, and I'm like, coming uh, up from when we grew up. Yeah, I don't up. get it, but I man, you don't eat me, I do. <laughs> we clashed a lot, bro. Wow. We clashed. Yeah. And she had a lot of knowledge, and uh, because of her, I delved into the metaphysics. Okay. And that's how I go. I got into metaphysics and studying, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, let me. Changed my ways. so when the in the in the mid '90s, like '95, '96, was when I, I started juicing, bro, carrots, and yeah.
1: people were
0: looking at me, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm juicing."
1: Yeah, before before it before was a big things, things, yeah, before, before all
0: that, juice at, at the store at the store. I had this machine, and and I would do it at the meat market in the in the butcher shop, and everybody was buying their meat, and I'm like <laughs> running the carrots. <laughs> yeah, and they're, and like, the they're like you. What the fuck you doing? I'm like, you drink carriages? That's nasty. I'm like, nah, this shit actually tastes raw. It's good. It's literally, it's, it's raw, <laughs> it's raw. It's literally raw. No, but it's really good and I felt this charge. So I started disciplining myself. Yeah. I would still eat meat though. Yeah. There was this, there was moments that I would go on and off vegetarian. But vegetarian meant I would eat eggs and yeah. drink milk, eat cheese. I wasn't vegan. Yeah. And I would come back to eating meat. It was like a I wasn't like hardliner. You were you were making the best out of your omnivore. Yeah, meth and I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, where where where, where do I like it? Okay. And then uh, let's let's fast forward. I have taste buds of steel. I can eat garlic like it's a candy. Really? Yeah. And, and I uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a talent, bro, because I know that there's in the past I've heard people like, oh I like onions. But, oh yeah, I like onions, but no, I just bite into an onion. Yeah, no, know, I chew exciting. garlic, like I'm like, mmm, and I like that burn and I like the way because I feel like that's that's medicine and it's working. Now I eat, I look for food as medicine. Like, okay. I'm eating superfoods. There you go. I'm I'm going to the superfood. Like that's let thy food be thy medicine. To the to the utmost. To the utmost. And I don't eat no processed food. Okay. Nothing in a pack Nothing with a date Makes sense mm-hmm. And uh, Which is horrible For this portion Of the podcast Because typically We get into it but Everybody talks Their favorite But you, it goes to show you That you could find Your favorite Yeah my favorite Is, is nature Nature does a wonderful job She's wonderful Yeah And you know You can Providing. do but With herbs Oh my god they are. You can make teas With herbs With those powdered herbs You have in your In your cupboard Yeah You yeah. can make Powerful healing teas, bro, and you feel the effects, bro, immediately. Yes. You can feel this sweating sensation. I make this concoction with uh, with ginseng powder, okay, ginger, cayenne pepper, cumin powder, turmeric. Wow, and black you don't get sick, and bro. black pepper. You don't get sick. I do not. I refuse to allow it. Yeah, I mean that—that's a hell of a defense system, bro. Right there. The minute you take a sip of that. Your pores open on your head, and you feel this like <laughs> yeah. movement, and you feel your stomach like, oh, it's a warm sensation. Yeah, food is your food is your medicine, and it's a way of life. But you could cheat, play,
1: don't yeah. be,
0: don't be, and don't be a douchebag about it. Yeah, you there's know, no, there's no, you don't, there's no nothing saying you have to confine yourself to it. You know, and if people around you aren't, you know, on your level, don't don't push it on them, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you get a lot of Leave that. Leave them. get a lot of that. I hate those vegans that. Argh. It's like, yeah. yo, dog, you know what? You're doing the wrong thing. Yes. You're not supposed to do that. Let them do it on their own. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, yo, that's wrong. That is. To me, that's douchey, bro. Yeah. That's like uppity. Like, no, you're. You're doing it no, and if, wrong And if If you don't sell somebody On an idea By forcing it on them You have to let people Kind of Like you said Find their way to it And if it's as good as you say it is People are gonna They'll find their they'll way find to it, it. They'll, they'll, they'll be like Damn They'll yeah. be like Damn as, as opposed to you Trying to force it on somebody Cause then it kind of Gives the idea That it's like Yo I want you to be In the same I don't know It's like I, I'm going through all this I want you to go through it too Like I don't know I don't want to say it's right, loves right, right, company right. But kind of in the same vein Of it's mm-hmm. like It's like you, you feel like you're being duped By doing that and Now you want to grab As many people as you can And do the same let thing them, nah, yo, They'll find their live way Live and to let it. live brother Live and live let, let live, live man Cause yo That's what makes the world beautiful The diversity The choices You do you I'm not here to push Veganism on nobody <laughs> That it's efficient You'll see for yourself yes. You save more money You <laughs> yes. don't even gotta cook You save more time but if yo, you check for yourself, man. Yeah, hey, you, you save a lot of money, bro, in time. Like I said, my mom, I, I, I chill with my mom still. So, okay, my mom is like, What am I gonna cook? I'm like, Mom, you don't even yeah. gotta cook. Yeah, I'll cook for you if you want. Or yo, check it out. Let's go raw tonight. Yeah, oh, let's just eat nuts and and some fruit. There you go, it sustains you. Yep, you got your fats, mm-hmm. you got to get your oils. Yes, just your necessities, sugars. bro. You don't, and you don't, and the way you look is to me ninety percent what you eat. Mm. Yeah. How you eat. I don't doubt that. So you can go to the gym for countless hours, but if you're not nourishing yourself properly, you're wasting your time. Yes. You really I'm are. I'm sure there's there's plenty of people out there it's listening just that the time. I, that'll agree with you wholeheartedly. I do the gym. I am avid at the gym and, yeah. and, and I can feel the difference.
1: Yeah. From
0: vegan to other you are much lighter. You, you are much lighter. You bounce. Okay. Yoda style. <laughs> okay? You become that. Your breath comes deeper. Oh, yeah. You don't produce phlegm. Uh, you don't get sick. Okay. You don't get sick. People around you are always getting sick. Because you got to understand, a lot of these foods produce phlegm. Mm. See, I've already studied all this. Okay. That's another asset to uh, to why I took the little... The little, like, hermit thing into, into yeah, the yeah. wilderness thing yeah. that we were talking about earlier. Now I have a solid foundation in health, bro. Doctors a star. <laughs> because because uh, <laughs> they ain't going to get a dollar of No, me. sir. You are your first health insurance. You are your first health insurance. You are your first doctor. And yeah. I really do believe that, bro. I... I don't like seeing pharmaceutical industry winning. I mm. do not like seeing the hospital winning yeah. because I already know the real behind it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I study magnetism. I practice biomagnetic pair therapy. I know what these guys are into. Mm. And it's in congruence with them making a profit.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, bro. I know what the deal is. So, yo, people can get mad. Yo, if you want to still feel inflammation and enjoy it. Yo, you want to eat the steak? Go have the steak. I ain't got beef. Well, you know what I'll be honest with you I was at a point where I would let myself do that too you know I feel like eating a steak today I'm gonna eat it mm-hmm. I might eat one for my birthday okay. even though I'm vegan now yeah you know you know what I feel like chewing a, a piece of meat I having one because I'm gonna give it to my to my instincts yeah because I let me tell you. Don't get it twisted. Meat's delicious, bro. The texture, the quality. Come on now, the way it absorbs its seasoning. Yeah, it's an experience, man. Yeah. yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. Nah, yeah, come yeah, on now. Yeah. We love that. It's a, it's addictive. Yes. Like like anything. Yes. Yeah. And it, bro, a, a well cooked steak. Hmm. <laughs> a well cooked lamb leg. <laughs> That's serious business. Well roasted. Yo, for those who eat pork. A well-raised pig, roasted, well, my man. Yeah. yeah. Yo, if, you, if you've ever eaten a pig that's only been raised on leaf, that's some good shit. Yeah.
1: That
0: is, there's a difference. It, so it ain't it ain't the same. I, I can imagine. I can imagine. It's kind of like your cows that are raised, like Kobe beef cows. It's, it's just it. leaf. They're yeah. just giving these, these pigs leaf. They don't give them no scrap. It's pure, like, good leaf, like oregano and... Herb even yeah. in it Seasoning from the beginning And then when you see the fat It's like there is no layer of fat yeah. It's muscle It's different it's It is a different experience What's uh, What do you do uh, Well I guess before Let's do Let's do um, Pre-vegan and post-vegan uh, What would a dessert look like Before you became vegan I love desserts You touched a right, great topic what, too What's something you would enjoy as, oh. as a non-vegan When it came to desserts <laughs> Damn I indulge in everything You know the fresh markets Uh pastry section oh the serious over there whether it's a regular cookie the thin cookie the muff yeah it's the fresh market bro they're not playing around they are serious yeah um they have this damn that's a good one bro you got me because i'm a nerd (laughs) with that when i like i i i'm like oh did you have this carrot cake did you have this (laughs) this 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 cookie the toffee cookie Yo, this was yo the thin one the thin one that was crunchy the crispy one Uh, i know exactly which one you're talking about the fresh market is a masterful with it's pastries, bro Yes Yep What was my favorite one? Yeah, they got everything They got, they got everything All types of muffins They the got like, muffins. pistachio muffins the, All that pistachio muffin I ain't gonna lie That's, that's really good That's a good one, yeah What's yeah. another one? Their cannolis are not bad, bro Yeah Cannoli. Yeah, but I'm spoiled with the. I, I'm from Little Italy, bro. You can't yeah. beat you can't beat those cannolis. Ah, uh, okay. So they. Yeah. I'm from Mulberry they, Street. They have a dog. lot. To, they have a lot to uphold as far as it's you know, the real can, deal to compete with the real deal. Yeah, sure. I'm from. I'm from, I never ate there. I gotta go eat there. Where's that? Lombardi's, bro. Lombardi's, Lombardi's. Lombardi's the oldest pizzeria in the U.S. Oh, okay, bro. okay. I was born around there. Yeah. Wow. yeah I gotta go eat there, bro. There go, I the see those pizzas. I'm like, yo, I gotta go to Lombardi's. That, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. ever seen those people bro you gotta look it up i gotta look it up i am surprised i'm sure i've seen it i mean i've seen so many if it's not the food paradise on the cooking show the travel channel or if it's not one of guy fieri's diners oh. drivers and dives like I've, I've probably seen it i just don't remember the name but i'm sure i've seen baklava it. baklava Get the sticky fingers. That's a really good pastry. The, the, the it's like a phyllo, Phyllo bread, yeah, right? yeah, like the yeah. like the light thin layers, and they get crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baklava is really good, Yeah man. That's a really tasty joint there, dude. <laughs> Italians are good with their pastries, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you can't mess around. No, but that's a Mediterranean no, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but is Mediterranean. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. So, and what about now? Vegan mode. Vegan mode. What's I go dessert? to my boy Slug. I'm going to plug them in, yo. Okay. What up, Slug? What up, Slug? Vegan Delights, yo. Yo, my man does some of the best. Vegan pastries. You're going to eat pure vegan. Um oh, No guilt. Really? And they are serious, bro. Like, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Slug. Slug. <laughs> You're going to hear this podcast, bro. I'm <laughs> plugging you in, fam. Vegan Delights. Sweet man. dreams, fam. Yo, yo. Also, oh, it's, it's his spot. It's, it's called Sweet Dreams. It's mean- the Sweet Dreams. Yeah, his his his. It's a. It's not a spot. It's a. It's his little thing he does at home. Okay. But he also infuses it with, with the medical. If you want. Oh. The medical marijuana. If you, wanna, if you, you wanna want a marijuana. If you want a little medical <laughs> marijuana. Okay. He can do it for you. But the brother got the skill set, man. And I believe that, yo, he's, vegan level. Okay. Home based. Nice. Sluggo there you go. Slug. Yeah, see, now I'm... See, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna have to hook shot. you up with Slug, man. Plug you in, because Slug does some quality sure. work. And he's got some lemonades, bro. Pure, vegan, organic, right there. Wow. He makes it fresh. Piece yeah, You know, the Dominicans, we want some more lemonade. no Nah, but, not, 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 but Slug's Cuban. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but it's just the, the fact that we drink juice. Like, we about some juice. Yeah, where yeah, know no, no. no, ginola, no, no, no. There's Definitely, there's definitely, nada, definitely, definitely. Whatever. Peace yeah, to the homie, and that's the that's the man who put me on to some fly vegan pastries, which is the one that you rock with, the, the one that he, he made. got this banana. He's got this banana cheesecake, bro.
1: <sighs> you to
0: say no more. Yo my man. he got this banana cheesecake with the cashew crust. Yo mama, wow. yo mama, and his donuts. <laughs> He makes some fire, yo. Slug got the bomb. He got the muffins. Yo, but, uh, he got Ice cream. He got all yo, he's just. It all. My man, yo, man, Slug, I love you, bro. You got me feeling hungry right yo, now. God, I'm gonna link you with Slug so that you oh, can. Oh, for sure. I gotta want... get him to come through. Yeah, nah, nah, talk nah, yeah, about yeah. It. He'll, he'll make you a little, a little, like a, like a, like a, like a, gonna call it? The, the, the dish. The, the, uh, the, the pan. The, like the pan. A he'll make you a pan. Like, yo, well, how many you want? Nice. Heads go over there. with you want to Fuse? Cause he makes the shit there. Yeah. All fresh wow so that's my my favorite vegan ultimately you have so you you still do have options you can still get down with a dessert a lot of times most desserts regular desserts are based around some type of animal product yeah but Slug got the Slug amongst other people I'm sure you go restaurants everywhere and they have all types of desserts Um, I'm interested because I've had a a vegan cheesecake before Mm. and it kind of left me like No, 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 this, this pump, brother shit is a pumpkin one, one and I wasn't, nah, 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 So I'm, I'm, I'm interested, I want to try it nah, like, nah, if, nah, I can nah, lock, if I can lock down a good vegan dessert yeah, I'll, I'll be all about it And he does it like he's gonna eat it So, oh, so, puts, yeah, bro, so it you know it's good Bro, when you eat world. it, it's like, bro, this is I keep telling him, yo, that banana It's all of them, bro He gave me one the other day, which one was it? He gave me this lemon tart, dog Oh my god, a lemon tart He got this white chocolate Fire, dog Peace wow. slug, I'm plugging you in. Sweet dreams. For sure, for sure. Sweet I'm gonna plug you in with Ed Energy, man. There you go. I'm gonna send you. This, I'm gonna send you this too, so you can peep it, fam. <laughs> Heads gotta know about the product, fam. Yo, it's fire. for real. Shouts to Slug and Sweet Dreams. So yo, we ran through it. One more segment. We got with Magnomo. We talked food. He talked about where he started off as far as eating. Where he ends. Where he's at now with the vegan. Um, to China Masala, getting busy on the China Masala. Um, what what else was the other dessert that you talked? Oh, it was oh oh yeah, Fresh Market. We also discussed that Fresh Market got the serious selection there. Yeah, you know I'm also but, a breadhead. Oh yeah, I stopped eating carbs, bread. bro. I'm a I like ciabatta bread. I had to stop eating it. Yeah, because of the yeast. But bro, I That's like it. I like bread. Hey, like you said, that might go with that that steak for the birthday. You never you know, never know, bro. Never I'm know. not you know I don't I don't I'm not I'm not. I'm not I'm not anal like that You know, if I feel like one day You know, today I'm gonna do it Yeah I'm gonna eat some meat and bread Whatever Yeah It's okay, bro Yeah And then continue on the journey Live and let live And then, you know I'll I'll, I'll, I'll detoxify it And digest it And clean out And it'll be It'll go away Boom How it's supposed to be done (laughs) Y'all heard it here You heard Magnemo Go through his favorite dishes His experiences with food And where he's at now And, uh I mean, I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about. He shouted out "Slug Sweet Dreams." We're gonna we're gonna get a little more into that in the future podcast. And uh, he told you what he liked as far as beers. Um told you about his music uh, influences, his upbringing, and where he's at now with that. So with that said, they ain't nothing else left to say. But thank you, man, for oh, coming thank through you for allowing me, bro. It's beyond a pleasure, bro. It's always like, yo, this was this was beautiful. Excellent. Y'all heard it here. Magnomo told y'all he's in touch. He's in touch with all that goes on from head to toe. So for him to say it's beautiful, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, man. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Old head at Peace, be brothers and sisters. Love, peace, and light.